Gentlemen, we are live. We are officially live. And by the way, today we're going to have a debut performance from our buddy right here, David. You got your guitar ready or no? I got uh, Mario's guitar ready. Okay, you sound nervous already, which is <laughs> good. Uh, so, uh, I, got, I got a guitar. Oh. <laughs> that was a great Joe Biden impersonation. We, we have about, what an incredible speech last night, though. So we have Adam here. We have Ricky. Yes, we sir. have Gerard. It's a great day to be We alive. have Kai. And we have a friend of ours here, Erica. I don't know if they can see her or not. The angle cannot frame. see her. Uh, right behind Ricky, uh, joining us for the podcast. We got a lot of things to cover. We got a lot of stories. Uh, apparently, I saw this this morning. You guys don't even know about Dubai has been fabricating rain because it is 120 degrees over wow. there. Wow. They have made fake rain. Wow. You'll see the video of they how interesting it, it looks. They figured it uh, out. Uh, Jack Dorsey says Bitcoin will bring world peace. Mm. That, Jack wow. Dorsey says Bitcoin will bring world peace. Wow. We'll read his story. NBA Finals, best view. Like I don't know if you saw the viewership on what came back with NBA Finals. Record-breaking viewership. We'll see those numbers here. Really? Self-driving car. An Israeli company got approval in New York City to have their car drive around where a guy just sits back there not touching the steering wheel. They're testing to see if this is actually coming. you got to see the video. It can't be that much worse than the yellow cab drivers anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting look. Larry Elder Larry was Elder. bumped out, but now he's back he's in. He's back on the ballot. He won the lawsuit, whatever yep. it was. He's on the ballot, which is good. For California. Rand Paul and Fauci went at it again. I, I tell Ooh. you, these guys are like best friends at this point. My God, they need to do yesterday. some sort of Jake Paul, Mayweather mm. fight. Fauci, Fauci was, Rand Paul. Fauci was shaking. Paul and, was and, shaking. And, and as much as LeBron loves China, he got rejected by China. Yep. With Space Jam, Space Jam which is, 3. Which is, I don't know what happened over Couldn't there. Couldn't happen thought, to a better guy. I yep. thought there was a the level of loyalty there, but that's no. ex exactly what just took place. And then we got a bunch of other stories. So having said that, for the sake of starting with a fun story, for the sake of starting with a fun story, uh, let's start off with Jeff Bezos, why he's loved so much. Is mm. that okay with you? Yeah. Let's go to page three. Jeff Bezos, we were watching it live last time. He went into space, came back down. When he landed, he did a couple different things. One... Uh, he gave, uh, Jeff Bezos says Blue Origin has sold nearly $100 million worth of tickets for future tourist trips to space. Business Insider, Blue Origin officially opened ticket sales in the morning before Bezos' flight. And in his post-flight press conference, Bezos said the company was approaching $100 million in private sales already. If not clear, it's not clear if the company sold any private tickets before it officially opened sales on Tuesdays. Be Tuesday, Bezos and uh, Blue Origin didn't disclose seats uh, prices uh, for the journey, which travels 62 miles above the Earth's surface. A seat next to Bezos uh, on New Shepard went for $28 million in the company's auction, and the winner pulled out due to shifting uh, scheduling com scheduling conflicts. And Oliver Damon, the 18-year-old, took the place instead of him. So the tickets for Virgin Galactic uh, on the edge of space is $250,000 and includes a spacesuit. So now, a couple things before we go through this. Obviously, we saw the New York Times story with yeah. Bezos. Bezos thinks Amazon workers and customers for his vast wealth, prompting backlash from AOC and many others. He came up there and says, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to travel out here. I also want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you, you guys paid for all of this. His comments prompted swift critical reactions, including from a member of the House representative who serves on tax writing ways and means and committees. Space travel isn't a tax-free holiday for the wealthy, says the representative Earl Blumnammer from Oregon. We pay taxes on plane tickets. Billionaires flying into space producing no scientific value should do the same and then some. So I think the opening question for all of you would be the following. Why does Bezos get as much hate as he gets? 
He lands. He gives $100 million to Van Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay? He gives $100 million to the chef Jose Andres. He does all this stuff. He still gets a lot of hate. Why do you think that is? Because you have because what ends up happening is that people are people are haters by nature, right? They don't like people doing better than them, first of all. And if they can't get a piece of the pie, then they even they even get more mad, right? So, uh, but I will tell you, I'm going to give you my my point of view real quick on this, Pat. Um, I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine in Bakersfield not too long ago, and uh, he he was talking about Bezos, not in a bad way, but he was you know saying that he was excessively rich. And I said, you know how much time Bezos gave back to your life? And he says, what do you mean? Explain it to me. This is very simple. You place an order right now. You get it tomorrow or the next day. You're saving a trip to the store. You could possibly get an accident. You get to spend more time at home with your kids. You can actually help them with their homework. You don't have to do these. these you don't have to do all these uh, uh, daily activities as much because you can literally buy everything on Amazon. He facilitated your life at a cheap price. If the man gets rich doing it, that's America. It's 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 home of the free, land of the brave, and uh, opportunity for all. Not opportunity until you think it was too much taken advantage of. Yeah. Right. So the reality is, I don't care how rich the guy gets, because at the end of the day, because of him, I'm able to order stuff that comes to my door. It avoids me a trip. It avoids me time. It saves me time. It saves me money, and I can do things that are more important to me than going to Walmart to pick up some freaking toilet paper or whatever it is that I need, milk or whatever the case that I need. Why do you, why, anybody have a different, very great argument right there. Any other reason why you think he gets as much hate, hate as he gets? That's actually, I mean, it's a legitimate question because you start to see like all this hate that's come towards Bezos and obviously you And by see the that, way, just so you know, yeah. it's, it's left and the right. It's not yeah, like right. the hate is only from one side. He's getting it from both sides. Why right. is that? I think that's a, a good a good question. Obviously, we all grew up watching Superman, and he's been compared to Lex Luthor, the yeah. bald guy. Yeah. You know, what's he up to? He's evil. Mm-hmm. Don't return from space. We don't want you back here. It's like, let me just tell you something. I haven't had a car in ten years. I if I don't have to leave my apartment, I won't. I order Amazon for everything. Like the other day, I wanted something for my cats. Yeah, I said my cats. I just ordered it. Boom, it came the next day. You're absolutely right. I think. No matter, you said people are haters by nature. I'm wondering why that is. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with ego, right? Like, the ego is not well, the amigo. Why do you think? But it goes yeah. to the beginning of time, though. <clears throat> why did why did Cain kill Abel? Mm-hmm. He was jealous of him. Mm-hmm. It's in our DNA as humans, regardless of race. I mean, the first brothers in the world, one killed the other. I, I think it's a little bit different, because I really don't like Jeff Bezos. And the, and the reason okay, I Okay, so yeah, let's yeah. hear oh, that. That's good. So, the reason why is... The system that we keep talking about is broken. Like, you know, the, the corporatist, which isn't capitalist, it's corporatist, right? Mm-hmm. The system that we have. He exploits every single loophole possible. He does it publicly. He does it in, in front sense, of everybody's expl- face. Explain that. Okay, so the the fact that this guy is able to accumulate the wealth that he has, right? Which which nobody in the beginning is going to say, wow, don't accumulate wealth. Nobody at this table. And as as a staunch free market guy myself, if you don't like Amazon, Feel free to buy anything else. There's mm-hmm. there's a million eBay. other things that you can. Absolutely. But what he does, and, and he has a team, and it, it's smart to work within the system, but he exploits the system through and through. He goes into new locations. He makes sure that he gets the best tax uh, uh, si- situation possible in the system. He has different uh, locations. So we're mad of, at him because he, he's good at negotiation? No, no, no. I'm, see, the thing is I'm not mad at him. No, no, I'm just saying. So do we I think what happens, him? this is what I'm trying to say, I think what happens is that he publicly – represents everything wrong with our government and our system. But in what he, sense? Because he, he exposes it, is what I'm saying. I know, but right now... So you, he expo- but he's playing per- by the... Is he doing anything illegal? Perfect, no, perfect Is he doing example. anything illegal? He even says, the people that, that have a problem with me are mostly right. That was actually him. What I'm specifically talking about, okay? He got $10 billion 
during an economic recession after a pandemic to go play, you know, just the tip with the outer atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got in a big, veiny space rocket and went to this, outer there's space. There's Gerard. Can't get the dick out of his mind. <laughs> you know can't get that Johnson out of his mind. Well, it's better all than he thinks can't about. get it out of my mouth, Adam. But the, the thing is... <laughs> He's had it before. <laughs> the thing is, he gets $10 billion, right? And the first thing that, that the government says when he goes to outer space, the first thing that they say is, where's our cut? We tax you when you we tax normal people when whoa time out you shouldn't be taxing us either you don't need you don't get to give thirteen billion dollars to American Airlines for them to never take off on time you know so so the fact that the government the first thing that they did when they got back was where's our cut right it wasn't that we gave you ten billion dollars that should have been reallocated to people who really really need it after being held political hostage for eighteen months you see what I'm saying yeah. now I'm not mad at Bezos for taking the money. I'm not mad at anybody. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm not mad at anybody that takes government money right now. Right. Because if the government's going to hand it out to their boys, you get yours. Mm -hmm. If you play by their rules that they refuse to play yeah. by, so, you're not noble, you're a suck. Let, so let me I'm tee this up for PBD. Go for it. Because it's something that comes to mind. It's like, why are all these ultra-tech billionaires, yeah. the Jack Dorseys of the world, the Bezos of the world, the mm -hmm. Zuckerberg, why do they always lean left? Why are they Democrats? Is it fair to say that they... Mostly, kind of vote, step in, uh, yeah, because, in because, well, because, 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 because of regulation. No, but progressive policies help them. Okay. Higher exactly. minimum wage exactly. helps exactly. them. Correct. Open exactly. borders help exactly. them. It doesn't. It, has, it drops they, the, yeah. the wages. So people, exactly. Yes. We talk about taxes, right? Less and benefits. Pat says they're not worried about taxes, bro. They're worried about regulation. Let me play ball. Is that right? Uh, they're, they're in. A, by the way, Anas just said he gave twenty bucks. It's because the workers. He treats workers like crap. Amazon workers deserves. 30 hours uh, plus, he's greedy, unionist, the, the TG answer, the answer, it's the workers who did it, that's him. The other one is, it's not ego, this is from Little Panda Club, uh, he says, it's not ego, people project uh, outwards because they are afraid to assess inwards, exploitation is not illegal, it might be unethical and immoral. Okay, that's the, so, just real quick on that, Bezos has spoken about that, and he says, look, I he basically optimized the work hour, the work week within the current employment laws. So he, again, is exploiting the rule of law. People are saying it's unethical to have the people work that way, and his thing is, okay, when the laws change, I'll change it. But the is he laws wrong? don't change. No, but we, is he wrong? But it's, it's, So it's the perfect thing. It's like you said, it's, it's the difference between being legal and unethical. So, okay, but here's a question to you. Okay, perfect. And by the way, I'm not disagreeing with you, but my question to you is, like, whose fault is it, the government's or his? Okay, well, you, it's a blurry line. Who pays for the government? Well, it's not a blurry He didn't pay for the government before he got into, before he created Amazon. So all those laws and rules and regulations were set before he became who he is today. If he was truly the progressive that he says he is, if he was truly this for the people person, right? If then, people then, I don't know if he would claims go out to be some sort way, of progressive, though. But, but so he's exploiting people's empathy. He's you know who also does this? You know, you know, this is this is eerily similar to someone who uses those exact same rhetoric. Montgomery Burns. No, Donald Trump would say, "I just." The, the system is I donate to Republicans, Democrats. I play within the rules. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, only I can fix it. It but sounds you a like lot like you Trump. like Bezos and you don't like Trump. I didn't say I like Bezos. I like Amazon. I, I like give, Amazon. I don't care. I like I Amazon. Care I don't Bezos. care. If Be it's not like I'm, I'm a Bezos Bezos. fan. I'm more like I respect so, what he's built. Anas came back and he said it's because he pays zero in taxes. He's greedy, et cetera, et cetera. So he takes that angle. Okay, The fact that he's not paying any taxes with the money he makes and then uh, you know, somebody else said, no, it's the prime. Uh, uh, in tune, Knight said, no, that's not the prime. It's because they can smell where the power is and is the one who has the power right up the FBI and the CIA is the Democrats. That's what they said. Here's my question for you. Here's my question for, for you with Bezos. Um, 
how ambitious you think he is. Meaning, do you think he has ambitious above being the richest man in the world? Yes. You think so? Yes. And what would that be? What do you think his ambitions are? You think he wants to run one day? You think he wants to no. be a president no. one day? I don't think so. I think no. the, the Rockefeller. Ultra, I think the ultra tech wealthy now, I really honestly believe Rothschild. that their ambition is to try to live forever. That's it. I yeah. think that they want to live I agree. forever. What does that have to do with imposing anything on you? The, you need the resources. You need as much money as possible. No, I to, get that. That's totally fine with yeah. me. But what does that got to do with hurting somebody else if you want to live forever? Let's just say that's your ambition. Everybody has different ambitions and fantasies. Listen, if we all found that everyone's fantasies, you'd probably unfriend 80% <laughs> of your people that you're friends with, right? Ricky, if would, Ricky wouldn't sit next if, to me. Or high five. If, if, if 80%. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta dap up, Gerard. That was high five if, in this case. If 80, but the point is so what's wrong with his fantasy wanting to live forever? If that's what Nothing. it is. What else do you think is his ambitions? You think that's what it is? You think he has aspirations of the new world order because I wanna have so much money to have well, control over the seemed, world? It seems to me that all these ultra billionaires, the Elon Musk, now the Bezos, even uh, Richard Branson, it's otherworldly stuff. Yeah. It's like you've already dominated on Earth. Congratulations, you're worth a hundred billion gazillion dollars. What's up, Mars? Yeah. What's up, Moon? Yeah. What's up, next? You know, he Let me bought, plant my flag of he, Amazon on the moon. Have that, you like, guys, that to me is, have you guys heard about the forty-eight million dollar, ten thousand year clock he built that he's building right now? He put forty-eight million dollars. Kai, can you pull up the article here? So this guy built a forty-eight million dollar clock called the ten thousand hour, ten thousand year clock. He's building it to bury it in a mountain. I don't know if you guys have heard about this or not. No. He's building it, $42 million. Click on it. 10,000-year clock. Okay, Jeff Bezos is building a 10,000-year clock inside a mountain. Go up so we can see the pictures. Uh, what does that mean, a 10,000-year well, clock? He, he, okay, so go, go a little lower so I can read this. So, Okay, engineers and contractors are building a massive multi-room clock inside a mountain in West Texas, a clock that will tell time for the next 10,000 years. And despite an informal website with a whiff of... Block spot. This is Jeff Bezos' project. There are a lot of surprises in the story of clock of long number of ten thousand. So, who first imagined a ten thousand year clock in nineteen eighty six? He's visiting professor at MIT, et cetera, et cetera. So, if you go up a little bit, his idea with this clock. When they ask him why are you doing this, he says long term thinking. I'm a long term thinker. So he's building a clock that's going to outlast how many generations? Ten thousand years, and he's going to bury it apparently. In this mountain in Texas, I don't even know which mountain because Texas doesn't Texas have any. Texas has mountains. a mountain all of a sudden. This, this is where he's going to plug <laughs> on, his, on West his spirit Texas. into the AI. Here's 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 the thing with a guy like this to me. Okay, couple things with a guy like this to me. Number one, um, you know, one he's going to get targeted because you have a lot of money. Two, I think he's a terrible communicator. I think he's a terrible communicator. Who the hell was his publicist or his PR rep that approved the script for him to say? I want to thank all my employees and customers for paying for this. Dude, I totally Who the agree. hell I totally wrote that you. script for you? Go hire a writer for you to teach you how to write a damn script yeah. to say, hey, employees, thank you so much for working so hard. You paid for this. I'd like now, to thank all the little ants down it's, beneath me. It's, yeah. By the way, it's almost as if you are giving people the opportunity yeah. to yeah. trash you. Mm -hmm. So, number one, I think he's a terrible communicator. Number one. Yeah. He's a terrible communicator. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a good communicator. Number two. I think he brings some of the stuff upon himself because, uh, 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 you know, a lot of these billionaires, like I remember one time I sat with Mike Ditka. I'm in Chicago. I'm interviewing him. It's probably one of the least viewed interviews out there because it's not the Mike Ditka that you and I remember where he says, here's a coin, buddy. Call somebody who cares, you know, and he goes back and forth with the uh, media yeah, and, you know, all this stuff. I sat down with the interview and he was so apologetic. 
you know, I probably shouldn't have done it that way. I probably shouldn't have done it this way. I probably shouldn't have done it that way. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, why are you apologizing? You killed it. You're an all-time, you know, you created the position tight end. Mike, yeah. you, know, you went out there and you won as a player. You won as a, you won as a coach. Are you kidding me? You're like a ba- ultimate badass of a man. Mm-hmm. Stay in your position with who you are, right? You're, you're getting so much pressure from media where some of these guys are constantly feeling like they have to apologize. You're the richest man in the world. You've created 1.2, 1.3 million jobs worldwide. He is worth 200, let's just say he's worth $250 billion mm-hmm. between him and his ex-wife and the amount of money she gave away. Mm-hmm. Put the two together, he's about worth about a quarter of a billion dollars. He owns 16% of Amazon. Let me say this one more time. 16%, not 51%, not 60%. He's only a 16% owner of Amazon. Amazon right now is worth what? $1.8 trillion, right? Say it's a $2 trillion company. If he's worth 16%, it's what? 320. If you take uh, $300 trillion out of the uh, $300 billion out of the $1.5 trillion, it's what? $1.5 trillion. You did this math before, right? He, You're not no, doing just, this right now. He, I just did it no, right no. now. But <laughs> it's, this is basic <laughs> stuff, guys. This is not complicated Welcome to stuff. The calculator here's, here's the point. The point is this. This man has created $1.5 trillion for others. Yes. For, let me say this That's one more time. He's made $1.5 trillion yes. for others. You don't think he exploits his employees? You don't Not, let, me, let me go to that argument. Let me go to that argument there. So let's talk about exploiting your employees. I have a hard time understanding exploiting your employees. Me Here's too. why. Let me explain to you why. Um, so you're exploiting your employees. In 2021... In 2021, with DEI, with all this stuff that's going on, you cannot do that today. Exploiting your employees in 2021 with Instagram, with Snapchat, with TikTok, with Facebook, with Live, is mathematically impossible. Can't and not your, only that, have your phone in and not only that, it's absolutely dumb. Okay, for you to be able to do something like that. Let me continue a little bit more with this. Why? Here's why. First of all. Back in the days, you know, Ford got a lot of heat for people who work for yeah. him, right? And they would say, you're making people, because if you look at the stats, Kai, I don't know if you have these stats or not. You know, back in the days, in, in 1889, the average amount of hours, the average worker in, Amer- in America worked 69 hours a week. Yeah. In 89? In 1889. Oh, 1889. Yeah. In the 1920s, 1930s, that number was still in the 60s. It was like mm-hmm. 63 to 65 hours a week. The average employee is working 63 to 65 hours a week mm-hmm. in what year? And we're talking 20s, 30s, right? That's yeah. because of who? Ford. Ford was the biggest employer. Yeah. They just employed so Industrial much. Industrial revolution, Look at 1830, 69 hours. You're seeing the numbers. And it's uh, coming down to like, you know, they go like 50 hours, all this stuff, right? And then if you look at when the 9 to 5 thing came about, everything dropped below 40. You see that number right there around 1934? Mm-hmm. 39.2 hours, 38.7 hours. So, that was because of Ford. They came out with this idea to say you cannot get people to work this well, many unions, hours. Right? Yeah. Union and Ford went back and forth and they negotiated. And the guys are like, listen, if I'm going to give you 30 years of my life, you got to give me some kind of a pension. Ford agreed. Boom. That's how pension plan came about. Yeah. I'll work for you. You give me a pension plan. Right? This is in the, during that time. So, okay, great. Today, you don't like how hard Amazon's working? You Go guess what? Mm-hmm. Quit. If it sucks so way, much. Pat, we have Vanessa right here. She quit. She didn't like it. Exactly. She's here Great. With now. More power to you. Yep. She's well, here with us now. What, what was it like working for Amazon, Vanessa? Honestly, yeah, no, it, it sucked. Um, in my opinion, I feel like the pay it shouldn't be 16. It should be at least 20 for the amount of packages that we move around. Uh, but other than that, yeah, if you have another option to leave, leave. Is it true? Is it true that you don't get uh, bathroom breaks and stuff like that? It's very hard. <laughs> like if you you technically do, but you can feel the pressure for sure of like if you go, like all eyes from the managers are on you, and, and it's not comfortable. 
Uh, and what you said about the phones, yeah, you cannot have your phone on you. That, 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 I know that's true. Yeah, and by the way, here's the other part, like uh, the question about that. Okay, so uh, you know how many people today, how many people today come out of college? Like one of the things Reed Hastings talks about, the founder of, uh, uh, not founder, he's one of the guys, Mark yeah. is the founder, but he's one of the guys at the beginning, Netflix, CEO, right? He's the guy that helped the company be yeah. worth a couple hundred million. By the way, they lost 423,000 subscribers last, uh, I don't know if you saw that yeah. on a post-pandemic. We'll talk about that. Here's one of the things he said. They had a meeting one time, Reed Hastings. They're sitting there. And I said, you know what was the best feeling about Netflix? Everybody's like, what? He says, it felt so good that people finally wanted to work at Netflix just to put it on their resume that I worked at Netflix. Mm. He says, that's when we knew we made it. You know how many people want to work on Amazon to put it on their resume Zero. to say, no, 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 I disagree. You think people want to put that on their resume? Like it's like some stuff Yes, they do. About? Yes, they do. People want to put in their resume that they worked at uh, J.P. Morgan, that they worked at uh, Goldman, that they worked at Facebook, that they worked at these places because they're in that world. With Amazon, him talking about how much he's making people work, similar stories with what Sam Walton went. Don't work there. Leave. Don't work in an environment like that. I, I, I Nobody. Gotta be honest, I'm shocked that you're, you're taking this. You're you're notorious for treating your employees well. You go above and beyond for your employees. No, you're not hearing what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is, if I mistreat you, leave. Leave. I don't deserve you, Gerard. You were with us before. Yeah. Okay. You, because of a personal relationship, you went back to what? New, New York. York. And you and I had a conversation. One of the most eloquent emails ever written was written by you. Okay. When you left, you left. I said, I like this guy. You left. Where are you right now? Back here. Why are you here? Well, you. But the point is, but if, how do I treat you? Very, very well. Would you be here if I treated you like shit? No. So, but, but you left. You went and saw the market. Then you're back. Mm -hmm. If Bezos treats people so bad, then leave. We are not forcing mm -hmm. anybody to work over there. Now, let me give you the negative side mm -hmm. of why I think he gets a black guy. Here's why I think he gets a black guy. So I think the problem is the following. I think if you play politics when it favors you on a party and you don't when it doesn't favor you, that's when you create enemies. Mm. Meaning, hey, I'll go team up with these guys if this is going to favor my company, but I'm not going to team up with these guys if this doesn't favor my company. So you become a flip-flopper or you become somebody that can't take a stand for certain positions that you got. Fastest way to create enemies. Take a stand. Make a stand what you believe in. If you do that, you ain't going to have a problem with that. But Bezos right now, sometimes people don't know where he really stands. Do you stand with the guys that say, hey, I'm not going to pay that much taxes? Do you stand with the people that say, like, hey, let's take care of the employees? Where are you standing oh, he yourself? stands with Jeff Bezos. Do you stand with Bernie Sanders? Do you stand with uh, Trump? Do you stand with Biden? Who do you stand with? What's wrong with playing both sides, though, if you're uh, a businessman? I, I think as a businessman, no, no, it's nothing's wrong with that. But you're going to be a target. That's all You're going to be a target if you pick one side anyway, though. N no, but you're at If least, you're saying, I'm all progressive, I'm on, like, let me put the right's going to come me, at you. Let me put it to you this way. I may not like uh, AOC, but I respect AOC. I may not like her policies. I got a lot of respect for AOC. You have no idea how much I respect Bernie Sanders. I respect Sanders because he takes a stand. Here's his position. This is what he believes in. Yeah, you, I, to me, to me, Sanders, Sanders, when he ran, I was flabbergasted when he, uh, uh, when he threw in the towel and says, "I'm just going to go support Biden." I was flabbergasted because head-to-head -head debate, Sanders against Biden. 
Sanders will destroy Biden yeah. in a debate. It's yep. not even close because yep. he believes in what he's talking about. He was about. destroying Hillary and then they submarined him. That's, and that, they did that twice, twice, by the way. They did that twice, by the way, which means even Democrats don't want socialism to be in America, which is which is. Can good you say thing. that one more time? Even Democrats <laughs> don't want socialism. No, just, president, president president no, 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 just play that clip. Just play that clip on Luke. But, but by the way, no, no, no. First of all, first of all, let's face it here. Let me ask you a question. You think Obama right now is a capitalist or socialist? Capitalist. Question for you. When he started as a president you think he was more socialist or capitalist i think i think the woke left has made democrats be like what is going hang, on, hang here? on. We need let me ask right. you the question one more time when yeah. obama first ran do you think he was more a socialist or a capitalist more socialist definitely more socialist. No, i'm asking him yeah i'm asking I, him. I think there's a mixture of both i don't i i i don't i don't think he was full socialist I, it's a very i don't think ba- he was bro, full capitalist Adam, it's a basic question <laughs> do you think he was a little bit further left than he is now tell me why i think like anyone uh, you have to evolve and change. I don't think that's what it is. And, and what oh, helps, you don't think what helps you evolve? I is think there. when you start realizing you're paying taxes and the money's being used for nothing, you start kind of questioning and saying, what the hell you guys doing with my taxes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be a little bit lower. The more you create commerce and you're doing your part that's above and beyond your peers, you start questioning a little bit. What? So you start off with this concept of socialism being noble until you compete in the marketplace and like, wait a minute, man, I'm doing a lot more than the other guy's doing. Why is he? No, that's not fair. So eventually you become a capitalist. So eventually you're like, yeah, I'm not a socialist. I'm a capitalist. Obama today is a capitalist. He ain't no socialist. Well, Just half, everybody half knows. a million dollars to speak at Goldman for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ain't no. He ain't no. He's so, a commie's bad yeah. at it. So going back to it, look, I don't know. I think some of these guys need to stop apologizing. I think we need to realize that a guy like this, he has a playbook that he used. He went and bought Washington Post yeah. to control his narrative. That's his YouTube. That's his Twitter that's his New York Times. That's his L.A. Times. That's his, you know, uh, Time magazine that Mark Benioff bought from Salesforce. And he's delivering his message through that. So, so. Let, me circle, so right. let me circle this back to you and then we'll, we'll do this. So he said that he thought that Bezos wants to live forever. I said he wants to kind of take over, mm-hmm. you know, space in the world. What do you think Bezos' long-term plan is? You showed the example of the clock. Is it legacy? Is it living forever? What do you I, actually I, think it is? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the only thing that I can think about is power. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I yeah. can think about is power. And I think there's a part of him. Mm-hmm. I think there's a part of him, and this is, this is going to be pretty uh, difficult. So go to certain people who grew up not getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Go to a certain group of people that didn't have girlfriends in high school or didn't get a lot of attention, didn't get a lot of play. They were kind of boring. And then later on, give them a lot of money and power. Come what happens? Silicon Valley. They exactly. Want to, they, Silicon Valley. They, <laughs> exactly. They want to go back and you know make up for the 16, 17 Make up for lost time, of What course. they didn't do because they didn't get the attention. Now it's like coming yeah. like this from all over the but place. Dude, let, let me make one quick point. Yeah. You brought up who's helping him with his messaging. Who's helping him with his Terrible. messaging? So let me just say one thing, and Terrible. then I'll, I'll turn it over. He says, I want to thank all the Amazon employees and every Amazon customer because you guys – Paid for all this. All he needed to do was substitute one word, paid for all this. When you're the richest man in the world, this stop using the word fucking pay. Just say, you guys enabled this. You guys made this happen. Whatever. This is this is giving you credit rather than you yeah. paid for all this. I, I'll take so it. Here, here's my point. Jeff Bezos was a freaking nerd in high school. He was Long a nerd. time ago, though, man. Long, okay, but still... You've seen you've seen the picture of him and Amazon.com Amazon, yep, yep. and he's just in his library and he's half bald and he yeah. hadn't shaved his head yet and he's like I think I'm going to start with a bookstore like dude the guy was a full class nerd now he's the richest man in the world he's a public figure mm-hmm. 
Like you said, his messaging. Pretty good looking guy today. Like, <laughs> but wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not talking with what he's got. He's working with what he's got. He's banging Lorena he's Sanchez. A, he's a, he's, a, he's, he's made it work. Um, <laughs> he's doing his thing. Respect. But the point is, he's making up for lost time. Yeah. But you know how they say, um, you give you give someone money and it, they don't change. It exposes it who exposes they really, who they really are. are. Yeah. So if you give a good man money, he'll do good things. You give a bad man money, he'll still continue bad things. I think he's just a, a full-on nerd who's now got $100 billion, and he's doing, you know, his thing. His two, messaging is horrible, though. Two points yeah. on that, all right? First point is, I agree with you. I agree with Pat. The repentant rich are the worst human beings on planet Earth. Nobody wants to hear you complain, and nobody wants to hear I was a part in this. And I wasn't. If he came out and he was like, and they were like, why did you go to outer space? And he was like, cause I could, bitches. Right, right. I'd be like, this is the coolest dude on earth. Space, That's cause I, cause it was yeah. there. What do you mean? Yeah. Cause yeah. it was there yeah. and I wanted yeah. to be there. Yeah. And I'd be like, yo, Bezos, this guy gets it, bro. Yeah. Like, stop complaining about everything when you're rich. Buy a couple jet skis and be like, ah, this is dope. You should try this. It's awesome. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, go get another job. This shit's wild. That's what I want to see out of the rich because if the rich keep crying, what's the point of any of this man like what is the point jump off a bridge like if, if prince harry can't be happy married to a freaking model i'm a prince and everything's hard dude come on man oh you're talking about the pre even megan markle like, it's insane Just get, get a fast insane. car and drive and be like oh this is pretty fun after all i like being wealthy the, the, dude that's what i want to see number two the revenge of the nerds is a real thing. Mm. Everybody in Silicon Valley is running the world right now. They're running the narrative. And that it's wasn't all, a movie. That was a documentary. That's Let's a get documentary, bro. It's all everybody yeah. that runs our life right now looks Can like. Can we pull JT up a picture of Ogre Grandma's from Revenge of the Nerds? Ogre. Yeah. Gerard, you could star as Ogre in the next <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I'm ready for Let's it. Let's get those nerds. Yeah. Panty you know Raid. Panty Raid. <laughs> So um, by the way, that movie would be cancel cultured in a minute. Can you imagine that or Porky's? <laughs> There's <thing>? Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those nerds! <laughs> Ivy Leaguers have ruined everything I love! Oh my gosh. Okay, I. <laughs> Ogre! Yeah. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Gerard, respect. Oh, okay, all right, let's go to. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you Fired up yourself, if you're listening to this, seriously, if you're listening to this, if, if you don't think he has any other major ambitions, like you're like, okay, he, I think he just wants to be, you know, whatever. Comment below. Let us know what you think Bezos' major ambitions are. And if you're enjoying the podcast so far, help us with the algorithms. Press that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and click on that notification. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Next topic. Uh, let's go to U.S. life expectancy in 2020. Saw the biggest mm. drop since World War II. Go to page Five, uh, let's take a look at the story here. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so where are we at here with this? Tony, 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 All right, so U.S. life expectancy in 2020 saw the biggest drop since World War II. AP News, U.S. Uh, fell uh, by a year and a half in 2020, the largest one-year decline since World War II. Public health officials say Wednesday the decrease for both black Americans and Hispanic Americans was even worse three years. The drop spelled out by the CDC is due to mainly COVID-19, which is responsible for close to 70% of the overall Life expectancy declined. More than 3.3 million Americans died last year, far more than any other year in U.S. history, with COVID-19 accounting for about 11 percent. That killer, killers other than COVID-19 played a role. Drug overdoses pushed life expectancy down, particularly for whites, and rising homicides were a small but significant reason for the decline for black Americans. For decades, U.S. life expectancy was on the upswing, but that trend stalled in 2015 for several years before hitting 78 and 10 months in 2019. Last year, the CDC said it dropped to about 77 years and four months. Thoughts? 
Ah, it got up to 80 years, man. We're doing pretty good for a long time. Like, when I was a kid, if you met somebody in the 70s, in their 70s, you were like, wow, this guy's doing pretty good. Like, nobody in my family. Like, you know, this goes back to kind of, uh, we have to reevaluate the ageism and everything else where, you know, we used to think, like, I remember when Tom Coughlin was being ousted by the Giants. I'm like, he's 70 years old. That's too old. And I'm like, he didn't grow up 12 years old smoking Marlboro Reds. He wasn't working in the mines since mm-hmm. the time he was nine. We're all, you know, we're all doing more later in life. If if we go, I think it was for the longest time, it was stagnant at 72 years. Now it got up to basically 80 at 79 and 10 months, and then it retracted back to 77, which I have to imagine has to do with older people dying of course. COVID, right? Yeah, well, you got to remember, we're living in the baby boom era. Mm-hmm. Like the baby boomers are dying out, so a lot of people are not, they're not, they're not, they're not understanding that the baby boomers are in that age and they're they're dying, right? They're they were born in World War II. They're in their seventies mm-hmm. and eighties. It makes sense why in two thousand and twenty there's a drop in uh, life expectancy because they're, they're dying out. So we had a combination of COVID and baby boomers are passing away. I mean, the math makes sense. Seems scary if you don't know what the hell you're talking. You don't know history. But this if doesn't you know, this doesn't bother you at all. There's no red flag about this or anything. Why? Why would there be? I tend because, to agree. Well, let me tell you what. Let me tell you why. Because the three main points said number number one was well one of them was COVID, second of all was drug overdose. So COVID didn't kill me. Yeah, it actually didn't do anything. But anything big pharma to me. did. Well, it didn't do anything to me. I don't use drugs, and I have a. I, I don't think that it, I'm gonna get hum- uh, killed by a black guy. No. So as long as I don't fall You have so many guns. Uh, so I have a lot of guns. So, so they're probably they're probably gonna end up, you know, on the <laughs> other side of it. So so the thing is, like I said, so I, I don't feel like I'm gonna fall into these three categories anytime soon, so I'm not worried about You're it. You're good. If it doesn't affect you, you shouldn't worry about it. That's just the truth. That's predictive analytics. Right it's, there. Just, it's just math, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like three options, yep. Pretty pretty probably not gonna fall for any of them. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. So I'm what's good. your point with that? Let me use this. So you're saying what? He, he you didn't hear his question? I didn't. He said, does it worry you? Is there any red yeah. flags? Gotcha. Are All you right. at this podcast or the next one? I don't know. I'm still <laughs> in space like, with Bezos. Like he asked the question. Right. I well, just answered the question. Ricky, let an expert weigh in right now. Let me tell you something. There's a lot, <laughs> oh, of, my God. There, there's a lot of things we can you know, banter about. But there's Pat, actually, we were waiting for an expert. Yeah, exactly. There's actually, um, Pat, what's my business? <laughs> Uh, uh, life settlement. This is actually his business. Okay, he so knows my business is yeah. life With settlement. life expectancy. You're, you're in the life insurance yes. business. You recruit agents. Yes. That's your specialty. You're a producer, comedian, part-time nerd crusher. <laughs> um, PBD's a businessman, entrepreneur. I deal with something called life settlements. And the foundation of this business is life expectancy. I buy people's life insurance policies off them for cash. So if you're ever familiar with structured settlements. How is that? Okay, relax, yeah. relax. Wait, 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 time out. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, just on that. Yeah. I, I've, I understand that business model. No. I just don't understand like why people like you don't hire hitmen after you acquire somebody it's else's. A long, long question. If you know Byron Udell, he's got a similar thought process to okay. you. However, uh, we buy people's life insurance policies for cash today. If you ever seen structured, so JG Wentworth, well, eight seven seven cash now. Owner, you can get yeah. cat. Pa- you can get a cash payment now for your assets, just like your house, just like your car, just like your jewelry, just like your art. Your life insurance is an asset, but the foundation of that is life expectancy. How long are you going to live? How long are you going to live? How long? So women live longer than men. Yeah, of course. Healthy men live longer than sick men. Healthy women live longer than. 
unhealthy women. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about life expectancy. So if you get someone's life ex- uh, medical records or APS, you're probably familiar with this in the life insurance world. You get their medical records, their APS. You can pre- use analytics to predict life expectancy. What's my point in all this? I know how long people live. The healthier you are, the, young, the longer you live, especially with females. So in terms of life expectancy here, the number one killer by far is heart disease. That's because everyone in America is fat, overweight, and obese, and they're eating like shit. How We're dare fat. you? I'm sorry. You're strong. You're like strong fat. You're not. You're not just like fat. You know what I'm saying? Like there's he's a difference. He's not baby Huey. He, he, be, he benches 500 freaking pounds. It's not like yeah. he's just you know yeah. getting forklift out of the house. Um, is, is that but, how he got a seat? And he, yeah. he sat on the other side. <laughs> these you. two are fighting over the seat. I was like, you know, let, let's these guys. By the way, Ricky has lost. I don't know, maybe like 40 pounds since I met you. Uh, look about great. 20, 20, 20 pounds. Shout out to you, Ricky. Thank you look you. great. Appreciate and you. Yeah, shout yeah. out to your beautiful wife back Thank there. You. Number two is cancer. Yeah. Okay, so let me tell you something about cancer. I've, so I've, I've dealt with this. I've had a girlfriend that had cancer. You might think you're doing great. Boom, next thing you know, you get fucking cancer. Mm, right. Shit. That yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. That's something you can't plan for. Of course. Of Number course. three this past year was COVID. Okay, that was a blip in the radar. Obviously, life expectancy ain't going up during COVID. Why? Because people are catching COVID. A lot of yeah. old people are yeah. dying, unhealthy people, fat people dying. Number three, beyond that are accidents. Yeah. People die because of accidents, okay? Car accidents, you know, you're whatever. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Number four is respiratory disease, COPD, lung, whatever. Number five, stroke, Alzheimer's, diabetes. All right, what's my point in all this? Um, people are living longer. It's something that you always talk about. It's something, Pat, that actually he just, um, I think you tweeted this the other day. Somebody, Pat's getting a little creative right here. This is the greatest time to be alive. As a human. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Like 200 years ago, a guy named Gerard or a guy named Ricky could have just came and just beat you over the head oh, with a shovel. He would love that. Oh. Or shoot you in the streets. And and, and uh, where do you live again? Would have been such a good one. In Bakersfield. And that's oh. it. That's it. It's over. Now, like, there'll be an investigation. Okay. So people are living longer than ever. Do you know the life expectancy in 1960 in America? Had to be life 62, 63 years old. Correct. It was uh, 62 years old. 1980, do you know where it went to? 69. 73. Okay. By the way, do you know in 1960 when life expectancy was 62, you know where it was in India? 41. 41 in India. Don't they suffer from a lot of heart disease? Like I don't know. They don't eat a lot of meat there from what I hear. You know in 2000 what the life expectancy was in America? Mm. 76. In India, in in 40 years, it went from 41 to 62. Mm. Okay, that's a 21-year. What a credit come up. Well, what a credit Modern stuff. advancement in, in, in medicine. People aren't smoking cigarettes. Like, you remember the movie, uh, the show, The Mad Men, and just, yeah. they're smoking. Like, imagine Freedom if we, torches. Imagine if we were all just sitting right here just smoking cigs, smoking cigs, just having the time of our lives. Point is, now life expectancy is up to 78, 80. I think as people, look, we all know people that live to 90, 100, no problem. Mm-hmm. Warren fucking Buffett is 90 what? How old is, uh, is he these days? 90? Uh, 89? Charlie Munger is 95 years old. Bottom line is, if you take care of yourself and you don't smoke and you don't eat like crap, you could live to 90, 100, no problem. Millennials and Gen Z are going to, in mass, live to age 100. That's my prediction. So let me ask you guys a question. I, I, while you're doing this, by the yeah. way, that was very helpful with all the data you just gave. Um, blacks, Hispanics, whites. Who lives the longest? Whites. <laughs> yeah, whites. Okay, who's second longest? Hispanics. Hispanics. Who's third? Blacks. blacks. You ready? Can you pull up this article? Okay, so check this out. So Browns have a little bit of white so, privilege. So first on, uh, yeah. do Control F hit seventy two. Coconut theory. Coconut, coconut, hit, coconut, no, coconut. Uh, control <laughs> F seventy two. This is March 29th. Okay, go down. Okay, right there. The report shows that while Black Americans live to seventy two, whites live to seventy eight. 
okay? Whites live six years longer than blacks. But you ready for the shocker? Go to the next article I sent you. White privilege. In fairness, though, the Watch blacks this. look better. Watch, in Watch this. Yeah. Black don't Watch crack. this. Yeah. However, the life expectancy at birth for U.S. US Hispanic population, 81.8. Hispanics live longer right. than A rose compoyo <laughs> is the secret. Is a rose compoyo. Did you see that? By the way, Hispanics live longer than whites and blacks. Yeah. Why is that? Why do Hispanics live longer? I mean, you got. Oh. It's because their women are tranquil and calm and never fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah. Erica, yeah. put away the That's knife. <laughs> No. That's what it is. No, so. no I just, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attribute something, Pat, uh, just from my personal experience for being Hispanic. Yeah. You know, uh, in case some like white lady in Congress wants to talk for me, now I'm gonna talk for our people because I know our people. My experience is being my people. Um, we we believe a lot in um, um, home remedies, right? We don't. We believe a lot in that. We don't like Hispanics won't go to the doctor. Not much on taking away things from doctors or medical advancements, um, but a lot of things are solved at home. You know, they're not, they're not, they, they're, they, they solve a lot of things at home and they know flowers and they know fruits and they know it's very, um, you got to remember a lot of Hispanics in Latin America and Central America, a lot of them live in rural areas, right? So you're 30 minutes from hospital, spider bite, a scorpion bite will kill you. Snake bite will kill you because by the time you reach the local hospital, you're yeah. dead. So they had to learn a lot of natural remedies in a lot. Like, for example, I'm gonna give you an example. If you have tooth pain. It's very popular uh, in, well, I know it's in Colombia, but in Mexico as well, is to uh, chew on a uh, cocoa leaf because it numbs it. So, that, like, a lot of, like, you would go here, you drink Advil, right? In, in, in Southern, drink Advil, yeah. Yeah, drink Advil. Drink Advil I'm sorry. Or drink tequila. Yeah, drink tequila. But over there, it's, you, you can chew on cocoa leaf and it'll, it'll actually bring down the pain. Homeopathic. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, there's a lot of natural remedies. I just pulled up the article that I asked the question why do Hispanics live longer? Why do Latinos live longer? So, this article. This is a PRI.org article. Number one, it says Quarantena. Yep. Quarantena is what it says. It says one tradition seen in Latin cultures, but rarely in Western cultures. Quarantena meaning quarantine. During this tradition, the new mother rests for up yeah, to 30 for 40 days, days. 40 days and bonds with her child well, yes. while relatives or friends handle all the cooking and household traditions. Yep. Someone helps treat the mother, how to breastfeed, etc. In her book, this luxury is nearly impossible in the United States where there's no federally mandated pay. Okay, so number two, food. Aguilar learned that the value of self-care through food when she worked at Cafe Mayapan, a Mexican restaurant in uh, downtown El Paso. It sourced ingredients from a community farm aiming eventually to source all. So, okay, so natural food natural is one. Natural food, yep. Because they do it themselves, family and community. This same philosophy of looking inside translates into Raito del Sol Daycare, a learning center. The daycare beneath Andrade's La Muir Obrera Umbrella. Their female community members teach reading, math, Hispanic science to about 35 children and infants. The woman, the woman help each other. Okay, so let's just say there's a community. There's sometimes I don't know our if, culture. I don't know if that's going to help you live longer, but okay, I guess. Sometimes our culture is narrowed down to just folk folklorico. Uh, Folklorico. Uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, Folklorico. What does that mean? Folklore. Yeah, it's uh it's well Folklorico is actually towards a dance. It's where the where the women are doing with the Got you it. ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, quick shout out to the role of your R's. On your Hispanic accent? I'm Middle Eastern, but I mean, I this guy's... You do your firing away, Pat. That's you've respect. been trying to... We need, we need more than that. We need the math and subject. Okay, so that's that. Anyways, but look, it's to be honest with you, Masad if you, if you think about that, okay? If you think about that, if I were to tell you Hispanics live longer than whites and blacks, none of you guys said Hispanics no. first. It's interesting yeah. if you think about it. I don't know, man. But I don't think it's Hispanics... Let me, let me, let me, let me narrow it down. I don't think it's Hispanics in America. 
No, this is America. Latinos that's, in America. That's, that, because the thing is that also, it's funny, we were just having this conversation with Erica. Yeah, we travel a lot, right? When we go to Mexico, yeah. Yeah. we eat what we eat here, and you could eat double because the, the chicken actually looks like a chicken. It doesn't look like a turkey, right? So you, it's the kill of the day. It's, called, yeah. it's known as the kill of the day, right? So you, you eat what you kill that day. It doesn't go through all these processing yeah. things, you know? Mm. The, so. There's definitely something to that. My sister uh, lived in Italy for six months, and she was eating bread, drinking wine, and she had lost, like, 30 yep. pounds, man. I was like, how is this possible? Like, I'm watching my diet, nothing's I'm happening. Like, I'm moving to Italy. Literally, man. And basically, what she had, uh, she wasn't, like, doing it for weight loss, but, she would, dude, she was partying and, like, eating whatever she wanted to eat. And essentially, huh. what, what we think about, what we think it is, is the preservatives. Yeah, the exactly preservatives. what you're saying. Yep. There's something, I don't know if Kai can pull it up, because uh, I I don't know the numbers exactly, but there's something like the average distance the food travels from the farm to your table in Europe is like 16 or 17 miles, where in America it's like a couple hundred miles. Wow. So they have to add preservatives, otherwise the food will go bad. Yes. So the food in America huh. is literally yeah. made not to decompose. Oh, wow. Your body can't break it down. By the way, check this out. Jesse Jimenez just gave 20 bucks, and he said the following. It's because it's rare for Hispanics to put out elders in nursing homes. 100% he's I was just going to say that. How many Latinos do you, you, know, you, you see Latinos that. living together? So family, day, Pat, exactly. you will get disowned so, if you do that. So the power of family no, wins. Oh, 100%. The Japanese are the same way. That guy, is, that guy is 100% correct. You put your mom in a, in a, in a home or your dad, dude, you're, not, you're never going to hear the end of it. As family a matter of fact, it won't happen. Interesting. We're so close, Pat. That if I have a couple of uncles that I know right now that they yeah. get older and their kids yeah. die, I'm taking them in, and they're my uncles. It's not even my parents. Like and, I would and that's totally culturally take, through it's a, culture. You just don't do that. My grandmother. I'm Colombian. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's we not don't even do an that. option. It's not even an option. Hell like, no. Wow. You white people are weird. And my shit. grandma, you know? 89 years old. Fuck you, mom. I'm out of here. Well, I'm on my own. You guys want to throw them out at 50 years old? Like, yeah. mom, you're 50. You got to go to a home. Like, what yeah. the hell, bro? Yeah. My grandmother. You see, you see, great grandparents, grandparents. Let me flip it. Is the is the culture also when you turn 18 go and figure? No, hell no. They don't want you to ever move out. They want you to move in your kids, move in everybody. Don't so leave. maybe that's right. what it is because yeah. in Ameri American yeah. culture is more 18. Go figure yourself out. Yeah, right? no, so no. because the kids maybe are like, listen, you kick me out, I'm kicking you yeah, out. So right. You've, no, you've, never, you've never seen a punter in the NFL kick a ball as far as my father kicked me when we were 18. He's like, get the... Get out of here. Uh, Go make something God. of yourself. Interesting comp. We just learned something right yeah. now with the, the life expectancy mm -hmm. of Hispanics. Uh, okay, so there mm -hmm. you go. All right, next. Let's go to Rand Paul and Fauci. Okay, oh. Kai, if you want to pull up the video, oh. pull up the video. And folks, oh. I, but I, how many of you guys have not seen the back and forth Dude, with Fauci oh and God. Rand Paul? I'm He's curious shaking. if you've not seen it. I want to get your reaction for those who have not seen it. And you tell me who you're voting for made a better argument and comment. I don't want us to say it. I want to hear it from you. I want us to just watch this while they go back and forth. You want to watch the whole four minutes? It's good. It's good the whole time. No, no. I think it's good the whole time. Yeah, it's yeah good I think the whole it's time. good the whole time. you got to listen to it. And Kai, is this, this is on what? Is this on Twitter? Is this, did, where'd you get this video from? No, no, go show. I want to see where it comes. That says Newsmax. That's what Newsmax. Okay, so they have it on Twitter, the whole thing. Okay, good. Make it make it bigger. Okay, then press play. Watch. Good the watch. Uh, hang on. Press pause, press pause. Press pause. Press pause. Okay, go back a little bit. If you're saying Rand Paul is winning and he's making a better argument and you believe him, put thumbs up. If you think it's Fauci, put thumbs, uh, thumbs down. By the way, <laughs> shout out to one of our friends. Our kids went to school together. And I'm at a gathering with him. He collects baseball cards. We start talking. He says, I send you a special gift. 
Like, what special gift did you send me? We're at the house yeah, the other he day. Told me yesterday. He sent me Anthony Fauci's rookie card graded <laughs> PSA 10. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that was on your counter at your house? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Car. What it's year a, was his rookie card? It's a $200 card, man. Wow. It's a Fauci it's rookie a Fauci card. Rookie I got, card. Can you imagine? I love all right, so go ahead and play. So thumbs up, Rand Paul's winning, thumbs down, Fauci's winning. Go ahead. Of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as... The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, mm -hmm. do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Microphone. Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress. Who believes And it? I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not voice. being gain of function. So what was, let you me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah, transmissibility yeah. to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, oh, quite wow. frankly. He's and mad. I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Oh, he gave it a head bob. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come from the lab, but all you. the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including, including yourself. You. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, 
It is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. it no is one is molecularly that those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. You are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. The We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent that. Have and if anybody is lying been. here, Senator, it is you. Damn. Okay. So, <clears throat> who do you believe? Ron Paul, all day. No, hang on. Who do you believe? I'm going to go to you first. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Stop. I don't, I don't, here we go. You know, you know who won that debate? Who? You know who won that debate? Tell us. The rest of us. Tell us why. I don't. Look, and if you guys are going to pretend that your doctor's here, and I know Gerard's going to put on his gate of oh, function. Oh, you're assuming you know what I'm going to no, do? I know. I already know. I already know that you're, you're going to assuming I know what I'm going to do. I guarantee you, I already know what what route you're going. Any day now, you could just answer that okay. yes or no I question. Pat asked you. Okay, so, some of us Stalin! are actually, Some of us are actually willing to say I'm not a freaking virologist. I don't know what gain of function is. He said, who won the debate? He's not asking you to describe what happened. Who won the debate? Who won the debate? The fact that they're debating. <laughs> And having open discourse is what I like to see. You know where they're not debating this? In goddamn Wuhan. Yeah, but what I'm because saying is... Because they're not talking about this. Adam, The say, fact that they're talking about that. it in a public hearing we, with open discourse, sure. the American people Sure, won. so let me... I don't know who won that because no, I don't no, know no, what no, gain of body, function no, is. No, no, no. And half our audience doesn't either. But Adam... So the expert panel I mean, here is going to teach us all about gain of function. Let me ask the question one more time. Adam, it's... Can we get some like uh, uh, those green teas that calm people down? No, bro. I'm fired up. Here. So, so I'm just asking you a simple question. Here's a question. Yes. Okay. We sit there, we watch yeah. Mike Pence debate, you know, Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the end of the debate, we said who won the debate? The fly won the debate. Okay. The fly won the debate, <laughs> but we, we say Pence won the debate, right? Maybe, sure. And then we say, okay, uh, Biden, Obama, Paul Ryder. Obama debates Romney. Who won the debate? Depends which one. Okay, depends which one, but you know what? At the end of it, Obama won the debate, Yeah, he right? won the debate. Okay, you sit there and you say, but th there is no scientific proof to say mm -hmm. he won it because he scored seven threes, had 19 rebounds, shot 17 for 19 from free throws, and he had 50 points, 13, five blocks, that's what he did. And he won. Yeah, so all I'm asking you is, from you as a, let's just say you're a family man, you're sitting with your two kids, your wife, you're sitting and watching this together. Your spirit, you go to bed by yourself, you're not telling this to anybody, you're thinking about it. Energy when he started to talk. Who are you sitting there saying so, that guy made sense? All right, so here, let me give you a very specific answer. This is not their first. No, they've had no, many They've had many back yeah, 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 You're right. In my opinion, yeah. Rand Paul has won the first few rounds. Okay. Like, he has made Fauci look like a complete moron. Sure. Right? At least on this one, Fauci came back and fought back. I don't think he won the debate. With Kendrick. But at least yeah. he came back and is like, it's on you, buddy. But, but I you, resent what you're saying. Are you convinced 
Are you convinced that what he's saying? I do not have a clear answer on that, and I'm not going to give you my Wuhan theory prediction. I don't know the answer. It's I like a, that it's, it's an open a, discourse, guys. It's not a Wuhan. So in this particular round, yeah, you give it to. I'll give Fauci. a little bit to Fauci for okay, fighting cool. back. So you have to say, although Rand Paul he definitely has the upper hand. For, forget about the truth. The, normally the, does. Yeah, forget about the, the energy going back and forth. Mm-hmm. He clamp. You know, he came back and he said what he said to him. He but based on some of the questions that was asked and the answers he gave. Are you leaning towards Fauci or you're leaning towards so, – so on scoring, energy, yeah. coming back, back? The fact that he even fought back and he says, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm the expert here. I got to give him a little credit for that. That's it. So a little bit, okay. yeah. All right, so you, to you, to you uh, our buddy – And I'm not fa- saying that Fauci's right. I'm nah. saying in this debate, he at least fought back because in previous debates, yeah. he's just sitting there and taking it. Uh, okay, sounds good. So, Ricky, where are you at? Very simple – Rand Paul read, I, I've watched this and I've watched every single debate they've had. Rand Paul read to him exactly the definition of, of uh, um, uh, gain, to, um, gain, of function. gain of function. He read it to him. So he says, this is your definition of it. And you're telling me that what you did was not gain of function. He says, yes. What do you mean, bro? It's like you wrote the rules. And now you're saying that that doesn't apply to what you did when that's exactly... What happened? So, I mean, it's you. You. I, 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 and by the way, they've already caught his emails. You gotta look at. You gotta look at a precedent. They've caught his emails already, right? They've seen his emails. Uh, he's been back and forth with the whole mass thing. He just. He just danced around too much. And then, by the way, there's been hearings he has not showed up to. So it's like, why aren't you showing up? Mm-hmm. If you're right and you have nothing to hide, why? You know what happened is it because he hasn't been showing up to some hearings. He felt the pressure here and he needed to fight. Not only did he have to show up. He needed to fight back because he was not there to defend himself. He chose not to be there to defend himself two or three times already, three or four hearings he has not showed up to. So, I mean, when you could look at, you got to know the history of what's going on with these two. Um, and by the way, real quick, before I get to you, before we go to your Gerard, I, I want to encourage all the audience, this is how you get your information. I watch senators go back and forth. I watch uh, uh, when they're like, for example, right now, uh, there's all the nominees right now, right? They're, Biden's having all his nominees. You gotta do, don't stop watching Univision, Telemundo, MSNBC, CNN. You can go on, like we live in an era of smartphones and stupid people. Go to YouTube and go look up Congress debates and you come up with your own conclusion. This is the way you get your information. You don't get it by listening to some anchor that works for a company that's paid off by somebody else in the government so that you can understand how things work because you really don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is the best way to do your homework. Actually watch the live debates between these two individuals. But to answer your question in a nutshell, Pat, Rand Paul took his ass because I've been following this story very closely since it started. Yeah, uh, th- see, I-, I actually disagree with you, Adam. I don't think that response was good. I think that response was the political equivalent of, I know you are, but what am I? Uh, it's all he did. He said, I'm rubber, you're glue. What you say bounces off of me and sticks on you. I mean, that was... He tried Rand to come Paul, from a place of authority. Or he a place really, of, he tried yeah. to... Because for, Don't forget, unlike most politicians who are attorneys, Rand Paul is a doctor. So he understands exactly what he's reading, understands exactly where to get the the information from. So he cited a study from Rutgers, Rutgers University, not exactly a, a, a conservative, a bastion right. of conservative right. truth, right. who says this is gain of function. That's happening here. And then he used Fauci's own definition of to describe what gain of function is in the clip. And then Fauci goes, "That's you don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, but... But th- this is you. You wrote this. Yep. this, this is, I-, I may not know what I'm talking about, but if you know what you're talking about, this is what you said. And he goes, no, I resent that. Blah, blah, yes. blah. Dude, it was very simple. 
did you do gain of function? I did. Did you did you pay for it? I did. Then you're responsible in part for what happened. I resent that you would say that. I resent that you would use my words to describe it in that matter. Nonsensical. Absolutely nonsensical. Whoever gave him that, you know, th that advice to come back like that and, and self-incriminate, you know what it really tells me more than anything else? They have absolutely no fear of us in the public. They have no fear of the common man. They're up here. We're down here. And they know the Republicans are not going to have any sort of any sort of strength to follow through on this thing. Mitch McConnell and Sean Hannity are team, are team vaccine now. I mean, it's – listen, if there's no consequences for bad behavior, why would bad behavior ever stop? If heads don't roll, if people don't spend their lives behind bars, why would they ever stop doing what pull, they're doing? Pull up the Hannity clip. Pull up the Hannity clip uh, of him talking about uh, – uh, uh, you know the fact that uh, yeah, just play this real quick. Make it make it bigger so people can see it. Okay, six and a half million views I mean, on Twitter in 24 hours. Our oligarchs aren't afraid of us, man. Watch this. Go ahead. Just like we've been saying, please take COVID seriously. I can't say it enough. Enough people have died. We don't need any more deaths. Research like crazy. Talk to your doctor, your doctors, medical professionals you trust based on your unique medical history, your current medical condition, and you and your doctor make a very important decision for your own safety. Take it seriously. You also have a right to medical privacy. Doctor-patient confidentiality is also important. And it absolutely makes sense for many Americans to get vaccinated. I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. Now, just like we've been... I was, up, I was with him up until he started with that bullshit. With what? I was with them. Be, take it serious because mm -hmm. you should, according mm -hmm. to your health. Absolutely. Which bullshit do you have a problem with? At the end, when he said what? What everybody should, or when he said the whole thing with the vaccination. Trust the science. Trust the science. What science? In two days, 45,000. Okay. So I no, got a question for no. you guys. I got a question for That's you guys. That's a bunch of bullshit. I got a question for you guys. Why did he just change his position and go to this? Because he wants a longer career. That's okay, why. Okay, so, so here's a question for you. He wants is, a longer career. Is it, is it because of. Uh, is it because of Trump telling him you got to say that? Is it because Fox is getting heat and Fox's boss has said for him to say that? Is it because of an internal debate with his wife where his wife's like, babe, why don't you just go and say no, it? No, he, because... he doesn't get so, to do it. He, so, he, he so, then, so then tell me, why do you think a guy like Kennedy, staunch conservative, staunch Trump supporter, Trump's never done anything wrong in his eyes, why is he all of a sudden saying? Because if you can't beat him, join him. I, I don't think that's what it is, believe it or not. I don't think that's what it is. You think I, that Trump's telling him to... No, I think if, if you, you can't beat him, join him, he would have done that a long time ago. He's had 20 years to join him. I don't think he's joining anything. But, but you think the political atmosphere's been the same in the past 20 years as it is right now? No, no, I, but I don't think Hannity's the kind of person that's just going to say, if you can't beat him, go join him. I think there's got to be a bigger reason. Somebody called him. Of course. Someone called him and said, hey, here's what you got to take. What's, or, your, what's your theory on it? I don't know. Either something's about to be announced. Either something like, let's just say 48 people at Fox headquarters have COVID. You know, hey, vaccines are going to say either something's about to be revealed that has to do with uh, uh, a data with vaccine that he knows about that has to do with Fox News, that has to do with Trump, that's something like that. So he wants to say he wants to get ahead of it. Either he is seeing that Florida right now, if you haven't seen the COVID numbers, by the way, COVID numbers have shot up. In the last couple of days in Florida, DeSantis is on fire right now with, uh, mm -hmm. well, with COVID. Have you guys seen this or no? In red state specifically. Yeah, they, on, in, the, in the last, uh, in yeah. the last uh, week. Unvaccinated people who haven't had previous exposure. Who haven't had previous very, exposure. Very, very important yes. to say. It's not people who have had COVID getting COVID again. No, no, right. no. It's previous, like, who haven't had previous yeah, exposure. Correct. Yeah, but again, so so I'm putting all of that to see. Why are you, why are you saying this now? It's a very weird dynamic. It's like it's like Stephen A. Smith going from saying, "Listen, LeBron James will never 
pass Michael Jordan as the greatest player. And then all of a sudden he says, folks, LeBron James is the greatest player of all yeah, time. Yeah, you, what he that's a very confusing. You're someone called him. Someone's in his ear. Something happened. There is no way Hannity's going to switch for no reason. Right. He wakes up one day in the morning. You know what? I just kind of want to give this announcement to everybody. I think everybody I should mean, go I, take I the vaccine. Hasn't Hannity, I don't watch a lot of Hannity, but I mean, is, hasn't he been very positive on the vaccine from the beginning? He was trying to say the vaccine was a Trump win. So I, I think he might have been vaccine from the beginning, to be honest with you. I think because he tried not, to not posit it as though. a not at this. It wouldn't have gotten six and a half million views. Not at mm, this point. Might it, be right. If if it's if if something like this goes, you think the media is going to let something like this go away? By the way, CNN comes out and on MSNBC they said. You know, why do you think he said this? And then the lady says, well, first of all, the one thing that Sean Hannity needs to stop saying is the fact that Trump's the reason we got vaccines. So because the Operation uh, War, Warp uh, Speed, uh, it's not because of Trump. That's because of President Biden, the fact. So he needs to stop giving credit to President Trump on that. But as far as him not saying that, they're saying the fact that people need to get vaccine, we should applaud him for that. So it's, you know, they're all playing the cards right yeah. now. And uh, I don't know. I don't know the story behind this, but I can guarantee we don't know why the motive is for him coming out saying so this. So do you have a problem? Forget about what he said in the past. Do you have a problem with what he just said? Hey, take it seriously. It's... Consult a doctor. No, there's nothing wrong with that. you have a problem with that? No, there's nothing wrong okay. with that. Because it's true. According to your health, you should be, take it seriously. In my house, in my house, multiple people have taken the shot. Mm -hmm. Have you taken a vaccine shot? I have not. Has have you have you taken a medical privacy? The uh, but but have you 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 really are going to say medical privacy? Medical privacy. I, Joe Biden's watching everything that you do. I don't I don't I don't want I see what you're saying to door to me. But here's a question: Has anybody in your family taken it? Yes, with your, theoretically, your, in yes. Your family? Yes, it's Schrod Schrodinger's poison. I could a have lot. taken it. I could a have lot of people. It. A lot of people in your family have taken it. When they tell you about it, what do you tell them? No, they don't even bother because they already know where I stand with it. No, no, but but let's just say, has somebody <laughs> called they you? They don't bother yeah. talking to me about has it. Has somebody called you asking yes. you for counsel? What uh, do you say to them? I tell them, I, I, it's funny, and I'll, I'll be open about it. Yeah. I had this conversation with my dad many times before he took it. I said, Pops, your life is your responsibility, not mine. You do what you want to do. You do what you got to do. Because I'm not going to be responsible either way. Yeah. And that's, by the way, yeah. I encourage that. If people that follow me, I have a lot of people here, obviously, that watch me and follow me on Instagram. I'm just exposing what's going on with the bad side effects because the news is not telling them. So if the news is not going to give them the other side of the vaccine, I am. And I respect, I have friends that I admire and I love and I respect that got vaccinated. That is their choice. I live in America, yeah. home of the free, land of the brave. Do what you want to do. I do not hold it against you. Just don't force that shit on me. It's that simple. Like forcing the stuff goes down to what, what, what I really get sick to my stomach about it, the, the people who are implementing the door-to-door -door vaccinations. I get sick to my stomach that the, the state of New Jersey that I don't even live in calls me once a week to schedule my, my vaccination appointment. So, like, the, the, the overreach on this, you don't have to go door-to-door -door and give people Viagra. It works. People seek it out themselves. It's not, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not anti-medication. I'm definitely not anti-science. Yeah, me neither. The fact that they are trying so hard to peer pressure people into taking a foreign substance into That's their body. That's what makes me skeptical. I was, That's exactly right. I was like if, you, if they didn't push it, I would be fine. I, I would even probably take it, but you're pushing it down my throat. Because if you really care about your health, you would, get rid of, you would get rid of alcohol. You would get rid of cigarettes Pills. you th there's a million things you would get rid of yeah. that are killing people on a yearly You'd go door to door making people do 20 burpees exactly yeah. so if you really care about me no i don't trust you sorry mm -hmm. yeah so jalen rose i don't know if you guys caught that or not in the finals one of the guys in uh, somebody had covid and i don't know who it was they came out and said this person has covid and even though they took a vaccine shot and this person's got covid and mm -hmm. jalen rose opened it up and he's like look 
you know, I don't want people to think to not go get your vaccine. You should go get your vaccine. But here's the reality of it. Just because you take the vaccine, it's like having a bulletproof vest. You can still get shot in the face. You can get something like the analogies he gave. I'm sitting there saying, okay, so the concern then becomes even the people that have taken it. If you do get COVID, it's not because of it's, you know, it's way too many of these stories, you know, coming together where. I, I, I have a very hard time, you know, thinking about the fact that this is being imposed on people, even though we don't yet have 100 percent proof and results on how these vaccines work. It's too much of yes. a imposing, which is a concern. Anyway, if I could just say one one last thing on this, I know you want to move on to another subject. They've made it very clear that even though you get vaccinated, let's say it does work and it's 100 percent proof. Let's say that you get vaccinated you can still carry the virus. And people are saying, like Kamala Harris, right, said she tried to quote the Bible. That's why you should get vaccinated. She says, love thy neighbor. Hold on, slow down, back up. She thinks the American people are stupid, and the reality is a a lot of them are. Because if you understand the vaccine, they've made it very clear, it is only to help your immune system. You can still carry it. So what the hell does love thy neighbor have to do with the vaccine when it's very clear that I can be vaccinated and still transfer the virus? Mm. That is bullshit. And you can't sue. And you can't sue. You can't sue. So if you're telling me love thy neighbor, but the but the vaccine doesn't stop me from transmitting it, but it helps me be immune, then what are you talking about? You guys about? all work in a liability business. Yeah. All the liability, all the risk. Is on you. Is on one person. Not the other. Yeah. There's no shared risk. There's no shared liability. What deal would you enter into where you had all the risk, all the liability, and your partner in this, who's forcing you to do it, has none? Sergeant Wilkie just gave 20 bucks, and he said, Fox owners are going to change, and the kids promised to bring Fox into mainstream media, which means Sean Hannity won't want to get his job to worry about being the next Bill O'Reilly. Because at any point... Uh, you can go from being the number one talk show host in the world, your name is Bill O'Reilly, to the next day losing your job for something you did 20, 30 years ago. So at any point, could that be it? I yes. don't know what it is. But I'd love to see Bill O'Reilly at this table. I, 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 uh, I don't know. Uh, he just came out with a book having to do with the mob. He should be over here if he wants to sell a you know, few hundred thousand copies. William O'Reilly, right good platform. sir. There's a good seat for you right here. So Larry Elder, Larry oh, Elder, yes. governor, state of California. Yes. What are your thoughts on I'm that? Sick. I'm freaking excited. Tell us why. Tell because, us why you're excited. Because... Larry Elder's a no bullshit. Uh, I think he's from South Central or Compton, conservative. Pull up his uh, profile. That is just this guy is just he he doesn't he doesn't care to offend you. If he offends you, he doesn't care. He believes in American values. He's pro America. He's pro freedom. He wants to you know he talks about. And by the way, he's been on radio talk shows for like tw- very, twenty or thirty years. He's consistent. Yeah. This is not he's not switched sides in the past twenty or thirty years. He has a lot of credibility. People know who he is. By the way, he has a 62% approval rate in California right now. 62? 62%. So, Are you sure about that? They did a poll. Can they you did pull a poll. up the 62% they did uh, a poll. Larry Elder? Uh, Larry Elder, uh, the, it was a 62% approval uh, rating. They did a... California. Uh, yeah. They did an approval... Uh, Put the number 62 next to it. Yeah, 62. <sighs> Keep going. Well, yeah. so, so you're excited about him because... Uh, let me see. There's... The, there was a poll that they did. They, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought it down. So I, what's happening in California? I, I'm not paying as much attention as I should. Is it going to be like a runoff? Is it going to yes. be ranked choice so it's, voting? It's it's uh, um, it's uh, go up, go up. It's a um, recall. So on September on September, the ballots go in. 
The but so is it just is it is it rank choice? Is it thirty people whoever gets the most votes? Yeah, what, yeah, so. it's the same thing like any other like any other run. So it's just whoever whoever can generate the yes. most. Are there going to be mail in ballots as well? Or we don't know. That's going to be the question. Okay, we don't know that. But they did a poll on it. He he. I don't know. Maybe they brought it now, down. Now Newsom is still by the way, on you know, the ballot, oh, by the right? Way, Even though there's yes, a recall. He can be okay. So ready for this? You know what uh, Kaylin Jenner's approval rating was? Fourteen uh, percent. Uh, one four. She was the second one in the rating in that poll that they did. She was the second one. Gotcha. That's, that's because if you take a Larry Elder out, yeah. According to the poll, obviously you can't always one hundred percent go off of them. She'd be the governor of California. Wow. She and then like number three was like six percent, and then two percent. It was insane. Yeah, that's. I guess the question is, California actually voting for a Republican uh, governor, bro? We're, well, I'm, I'm, people are tired. I know a lot of. I know a lot of Democrats that are tired, that are tired of the way things are going. They, and they're speaking out. If I showed you my DM right now, man, of people are like, bro, you were right. We need to get this idiot out of here. We need to vote Republican. There's even African-Americans at this point. They're like, we need to vote Republican. We need to, we need to take a break from the Democrats for a while. Mm. You know, they, remember, uh, I don't know if you ever watched that thing with Cat Williams. He's like, you know, we're going to get a new president. Can we take a break from president? Can we date a president? <laughs> right? That's what California yeah. is right now. We're like, Can we just date one? Yeah. Can we just like, see if it works out? Can we take a break? Can, I, we, can actually, we be single for a while? Yeah, you know? I, I have a comedy bit that I do it's a, that, that I talk about. Uh, I, I'm just sick of debates. I don't want any more debates. I want to see like these guys do like the aggro crag, like uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple or something like I that. I want to see like compete against each other, like like old school uh, American gladiators. Like, tell yeah. me it wouldn't be fun to watch I, that, like, Hillary Clinton run around. around when it gets they, they might have. They might have brought down that poll. I would not be surprised if they brought it down. No, what I'm trying to find out right now is who are the candidates? Who who do they have right now? Kai, you can candidates? find that. It's oh, we so got Major Williams, yep. we got Caitlyn Jenner, no, we got bro, your Major best friend, Williams. Kevin. I, look, yeah. I like Major Williams, you but he's not. Guy, that guy's not going to be. That guy's not even going to be nowhere near governor for Who's many that? many moons to come. Who exactly? That's the problem. Oh yeah, Major, Major Williams. Williams. Major Williams. Yeah, Major Williams. So is Larry Elder the best chance right now? Uh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh, bro, you got to follow him to know, like, it's not even a yes, it's a hell yes. Larry Elder is exactly what California needs right now. And everybody, but he's only going to have one year, and then he's got to re- run again, right? Uh, I That, that you're a good question, bro. I have no idea. Yeah, oh, you know what? You're right. You're just, right. They yes. just finished out the term. Yes, but he, yeah. And now, so could Gavin Newsom theoretically bro, run Gavin again? Gavin Newsom, yes, he could run, but ain't nobody going to vote Guys, for his ass. Guys, this is, this is real. So I just decided, let me, let me send you this. I found a link. Uh, that has Larry Elder leading everybody, including Democratic uh, candidates for recall. Yep. Uh, let me told send you. this to you. I told you, but I'm it's, excited it's, for this uh, one, man. Boom, California. Kai, Hell pull up yeah. the link. While uh, while we have some dead air here, David, why don't you come and strum on the six string, brother? We have. We got some. David's uh, going to do at the end. David, brace yourself. You'll be all the way at the end. So once we have the biggest crowd, you'll come and perform. Kai, if you want to pull this up, this is puppy. from a few hours ago. This is from a few hours ago. You found it, Pat? You found one? It's not the 62%, but, but you this found kind one. of validates yeah. what you're saying, Kai, if you can pull this up. So this is from Fox San Diego, which is not Fox News. It's, no, it's just not Fox, Fox News. Diego, don't, people right? don't confuse. Don't, yeah, don't confuse with three difference. letters. Very big difference. Larry Elder leads race to replace Newsom in recall election. New poll reveals. Go a little lower. It's a dope-looking shirt. And yeah. then you and he go, just announced this how long ago? A week? Two weeks ago? Yeah, how long Just a week ago. So go over here. Okay, which candidate would you vote for to replace Gavin Newsom if he's recalled? Larry Elder, 16%. John Cox, 6%. Kevin Faulkner, 6%. Kevin Kiley, 4%. Caitly Jenner, 4%. Meet Kevin, 2%. Someone else, 8%. Undecided, 53%. Meet Kevin is the third Kevin in line. He's doubling everybody, Pat. It's a little bit of everybody pushing each other, and we're going to get him in office. 
telling you. I'm campaigning for By his the way, ass this for exclusive sure. new statewide poll, uh, statewide poll of more than 1,000 registered voters, which has a margin of error of point, minus point two. Wow. It has a margin of error of plus minus 2.9%. He would still he be. He would still beat him. Ask respondents who they would vote for. It's like Governor Newsom. Elder let the pack with 16%. John Cox coming up. 6% majority. Keep Go a little lower. Go a little lower to see what's on the bottom here. There it is with the okay, up, radio up, literally up. versus California ballot. Earlier this week, it found suit. Mr. Ballot, 300 pages tax returns required for Canada Day, but elders not including. You were talking about his approval rating. Go a little lower. Go a little lower. In another poll. Mm-hmm. Is that California House of Election? Wow. I mean, there you go. We're going to see what's going to happen in the state of California. Well, they, it's wide they, open. They, they, but Pat, when they did that poll that I'm telling you about, immediately after they took him off the ballot because he, there was, when he submitted his uh, taxes, there was a discrepancy. Not in his taxes, there was just a discrepancy in the way he submitted them. And they didn't want to let him run. They said, oh, no, 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 you, you did it wrong. We're not going to let you. Of course, no. Well, no shit. Look at the. Well, they're scared of him. They know what he's going to do. I would <laughs> Newsom be... makes it illegal for guys named Larry. Well, here, to yeah. Scroll back down, Kai. Scroll back him down. And, Here's and... actually the most interesting part of the poll, other than Larry Elder. There's more than 50% that are still undecided. They're, they're open. We're going to flip them. You know, okay, that's your job now. They're just still, hey, I don't know what I want to yeah. do yet. But that's listen, there are certain times. Uh, where you have the perfect storm where anybody from the other side can come in yeah. and win. Okay, For meaning sure. a red state can have a blue person win, and a yeah. blue state can have a red state win. At any point, this can happen, and yeah. it's typically well, after that, catastrophic uh, resumes. That's when like common sense has. wins. Like, look at yeah. my friend Joe Manchin. Democrat keeps winning in West Virginia because mm-hmm. he just makes sense. Even in the reddest state in the country, yeah. I, I, is he is he so a little bit more towards Virginia, the middle? He's more, well, he is. He's, but a, he's a conservative Democrat. Because I know you love I'm good with that. I'm good with that. He just sense. I know you love Joe Manchin, and we've we've all talked. We all like Joe Manchin. He's I, I think he's literally held this country together. I think mm-hmm. the reason we're still the United States is Joe Manchin, and to a lesser degree, Saunders. He's a constitutionalist. Yep. Now, what do you think about the nonsense as a Democrat? What do you think about the hard push from the left to get him out of the party, to get him pushed out? You see it I, I, look, literally when, every day. When, if you look up you... Joe Manchin, look at look at Slate, look at uh, 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 Mother Jones, look at, at all of the Democrats, look at what AOC says about him, mm-hmm. look at what they say about him. Look at from his own side. I'm just going to use James Carville's words. Not, I mean, my, I'm not that far left, so to, to, uh, don't loop me in there. But I'm just going to use James Carville's words. And he basically said this woke left needs to go. James Carville was Clinton's right-hand yeah, the man. the Cajun. You know, the Raging Cajun. He's married to a Republican. The Mary, guy, I think uh, they just got divorced. Mary, yeah. Okay, well, uh, yeah. sorry about that. You know, good luck out but there, brilliant, buddy. Brilliant political yeah. operative. Yeah, yeah. Bril- brilliant political operative. His most famous line is like, tell me what you didn't like about the 90s with Clinton, the peace or the prosperity? <laughs> Which one? You don't like peace? Yeah. You don't like prosperity? Nope. He basically said Democrats are getting a bad name because, 50, to use his numbers, 15% of the Democrats are this woke left cancel culture, yada, 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 AOC, you know, progressive 15%. Again, these are his words. He said the majority of Democrats are suburban women, blacks, college educated people that don't necessarily agree with that. Now, I know you said, well, don't talk about both sides. He basically said, there's a way more than 15% on the Republican side that are maggot out that are completely done. They don't think January 6th is a big deal. The Democratic political operative said this, yeah. Okay, correct, exactly. (laughs) So to answer your original question, yes, there's going to be people on the left that want to get Manchin out of there, but common sense wins at the end of the day. I think Pat always talks about 
the best ideas will always win. Those are elected and, officials I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the 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 crazies that are out there, you know. On, pull up on what AOC just yeah, said about Mansion. What I just sent you. Pull up the video. Officials. Pull up the video on uh, what he what she just said about Mansion. Kai just emailed it to you. It's uh, with Chris Hayes. I think is it Chris Hayes? Is that his name? Chris Hayes on Chris uh, Hayes is on MSNBC. MSNBC. Yes. Kai, did you get the email I sent you? Another bastion of journalistic integrity. But you know what? I don't think that a lot of, a lot of, like people that support Trump. I don't think they're Trump. Let's pull up the email, Trump stirs as much as they're anti-establishment. As much as they're anti. I yeah, I mean, I, I agree. With, I mean, bro, he's a braveheart. Nah. He's a braveheart. He's I a braveheart that, of the Republican I think Party, bro. Trumpsters, bro. Of course. Well, when we when you've been governed by the left for so long and do you think they the love Trump or they governed by the left? He no, they love how he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they love Trump or do you think that they hate the the political establishment? Just look at his approval smart. ratings, bro. Just look at the numbers. Go, go What's Trump's approval ratings with the Republican Party? Oh no, ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, they love him. Okay, here we go. Look at this idiot. Aspect of this is that HR one stands up against lobbyists and dark money, and I would reckon to think that this is probably just as much a part of Joe Manchin's calculus as anything else. Because when it comes to this bipartisan argument, I gotta tell you, I don't buy it. Because Joe Manchin has voted for bills that have not been bipartisan before. Look at the American Rescue Plan. So this is not just about bipartisanship. This is, I think, because you look at the Koch brothers and you look at you know, organizations like the Heritage Foundation and conservative uh, lobby groups that are doing a victory lap, claiming victory over the fact that Manchin refuses to change on the filibuster. And I think that these two things are very closely intertwined. And I think that there's a, a desire to He's make this idiot. just about he disagrees with me, so he protecting must be the franchise. But protecting our democracy mm. is also about making sure that we give lobbyists and dark money groups which are funding these attacks on the right to vote, the boot. Get rid but, of the filibuster you know, to protect democracy. has right. a right. very, very <laughs> tight grip on both Dude, parties. Oh, my God. Um, and I think that that has part oh, to do. I think that has to do get a freaking headache listening to this really idiot, bro. I'm, I'm going to buy you a rookie card of AOC. No, Pat. AOC, if you're listening to this, I invite you on all the dates. Let's have a conversation. You have gave me many gifts. I promise you, this is going to be the only one that's going to go straight. Give that to Adam? No, I would no. It would go straight into my fireplace. You should give it to Adam. No, I go straight. She's to... a that's she's a babe though, right? Bro, I don't. I don't. Huh? Bro, if she's she was ugly, ugly nobody would be listening to her. She's an idiot. If she were ugly, nobody would be listening to her. That's my opinion. Of course, that's if why nobody. If she was any other member, that's why nobody listens to Bernie Sanders. It would take her seventy years. That's why nobody listens to Omar. She's she's not horrible. There's another one that's even worse. Looking. Rashid yeah, Rashad Talib. She's not attractive in the let's, face. Let's let's uh, look. We're gonna see what's gonna happen here. But the whole story went from uh, where it was at to Mansion to AOC to, you know, where things are at right now with Larry Elder, California. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Can a guy, conservative black man, win governor in the state of California? We will find out very soon here. And if he does. Does he really have enough time to to do anything about it? I don't know. Can he get reelected and stay there for another four years? We're gonna see. I, I think living in California, Pat, people are just tired, man. We just we want we want we want to change so bad. People don't. I don't want to leave California, Pat. I really don't. I love California, and if things change, chances are I'm not gonna leave. But if it doesn't change, we're gone. You got You got to convince gone, Mitchell bro. Robinson from North Carolina to go out to California and come out there with that big old sixty-inch barrel chest of his, get sweaty on the microphone. Mitchell Robinson's my man, dude. You, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but that dude is where it's at, man. Yeah. Kai, pull up NBA Finals uh, stats on what happened, uh, plus minus on viewership. 
on what happened here. So first of all, we haven't even talked about it. Giannis is a champion, which yeah. is a beautiful thing to see a guy Respect. do 50 the points. The Greek freak. 17 for 19, 13 rebounds, 5 Tom blocks. Tom Zanner called it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> NBA final series featuring Bucks and Suns attracts 9.9 million viewers, up 32% from 2020, but still down from previous year. Go a little lower here. Because LeBron's not on there. The last game of the NBA uh, uh, final series featuring Milwaukee was on 12.5 million viewers on tw- uh, 50% compared to Game 6 of 2020, which was played in October because of COVID pandemic. But overall, the series drew fewer viewers than a year before. The Bucks have been in the final. So here, here's what I liked about this series. Here's what I liked about this series. Okay, uh, First of all, you know, for six games, I heard nothing about politics. Mm. It was there so was nice. There was no BLM. There was no people are bad. There was no nothing. It was just a great series, okay, that you sat there and watched. Fantastic series. And this guy here, for whatever reason, the NBA is having a hard time helping him be the face of the NBA. There is something about him that scares him. He said, I had the opportunity to go to another super team. I didn't want to do it. Just not something what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay here and win the championship. I could have easily gone to another super team. Shot to everybody in that league, too. Everybody in the league gets called out. Mm -hmm. Stephen A. Smith says Chris Middleton should win MVP. And uh, he ends up winning MVP. Absolutely absolutely showing everybody that this guy's the MVP. A performance no one's ever seen before. What does he do? He takes every argument away. By the way, they're asking Chris Paul, Chris, what are you going to be doing? He's like, I'm not going to talk about it right now, what I'm going to be doing in the offseason. We just lost, man. Leave us alone, and I'll kind of let you know. Chris Paul is leaving Phoenix. Chris Paul is leaving Phoenix. I'm willing to bet on it that Paul is leaving Phoenix. L.A.? And he's going to go one of a couple places. If he goes to L.A., it's not going to be just LeBron's call for him to go to L.A. Buss and some of the other guys have to agree for him to go to L.A. Paul's leaving Phoenix. He's going to go to a different place. Booker is going to win here. I'm going to tell you right now, Booker's going to win here. Because everybody in the league is sitting there saying, who do I want as a teammate? And people are saying, I want Booker as a teammate. I don't know if I want Paul as a teammate. He's going to get attention. Either Booker's going to go somewhere, or Booker's going to sit there and say, I'm more like Giannis than I'm like all these other guys. What if I stay in Phoenix? What if I attract a couple guys that come run with me? What if we go out there and actually win a championship? Mm-hmm. What if he attracts a couple players that want to go run with them? But anyways, one, one, thing, one thing is for sure when it comes down to the NBA right now, especially with what's going on with LeBron not being in this thing. He was playing the whole thing with Space Jam. While he's in the finals, it was going to be this big blockbuster deal. Kind of didn't work out for him. You're hearing behind closed doors guys talking about they should trade Stephen a., you know, uh, Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard. Uh, Chris Paul should come to the Lakers. All these talks are being done. I applaud Giannis, class act, humble, says all the right things, is still being himself, and it still respects LeBron, still respects Kobe, still respects all these guys. They asked him a question. They said, so in 2007, when LeBron got into the league, he says, uh, do you remember when this took place? He says, I wasn't even playing basketball yet. He started playing basketball the first time in 08. First time he played basketball was in 08. It's 13 years ago. The guy's 26 years old. First time he played basketball was at 13, 14 years old. And now he is who he is today. So it's great for the NBA. I hope the NBA welcomes him. I hope the NBA allows him to become the face. I hope this guy wins back to back to back. I hope he becomes the new face that attracts people from all walks of life to say, I can be an NBA fan again, and I'm not going to be judged for what I stand for. Here's a question for you. One crazy question for you. Ready? Which sport have you heard nothing about politics in that sport? The NHL. Nothing. There is nothing with politics. You hear it in football, Kaepernick. You hear it in the NBA, nonstop. You hear it in the MLB, nonstop. 
got a question for you about the NBA. Here's a question for you. Question for all you guys. Name me a Republican in the NFL. A player. In the NFL? NFL. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Okay, yeah. great. Name me a Republican in the MLB. Um, 90% of the league. 90% of the league. Yeah. Name me a Republican in the NBA. Uh, the, the guy, Jonathan Isaac, that wouldn't no, kneel, no. and he Orlando. busted out his no. knee. I'm talking about name me, name me a half-decent star in the NBA that's a Republican. Outwardly? That you even know that's a Republican. I, I don't, I, or a Libertarian. Or an Independent. Anybody. They're out there. The they're NBA. just not vocalizing. Name me yet. one. You, they're, you, they're you have there. friends. Yeah, I have friends. That do you have anybody that you know is? That what? That is Republican? 100%. You do? Yes. Are they vocal? Charles Barkley. I don't know if Charles Burke Are they vocal? Can they be vocal about it? Yeah, we've got someone on that can come in here and even come on the podcast. Are they vocal about it? Yeah. They've talked about it while they're playing that they're supporting on the right? They're retired now. They're not playing. I understand who you're talking about, but outside of him, tell me somebody else who's a star, and he wasn't a star, but I'm talking about somebody that was a star. Is he a a Republican? I'm 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 thinking if there's a star in the league right now that will come out and say that they're a Republican. I don't don't know know if LeBron James would let them. I don't know. I don't think LeBron controls the league like he did at one point. Can you today Maybe. come out and say you're Republican in the NBA? No. See, I I think you can't. Like, can you? I don't know. But should you? Yes. But if you do, will your career be negatively impacted? Yes. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. But yes. I okay. think you can that's say, hey, I'm a Republican. You. This is what I agree with. Good for I, you. I believe in social so, justice. I, like, you can be a Republican and still believe in social justice. Question for you. Mo- most people that work for Vitamin, are they Democrats or Republicans? It's pretty split. Shocking, pretty split. Yeah. Shocking number of communists. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm trying you to throw the communists but, but, but what I'm uh, saying to you, I don't is, think there's any communists. What, what I'm saying to you is, it's a split. Yeah. It's a split here at the. So the, is America. So is America. Right. It's but, not but, the NBA. But Pat. But not the NBA. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, but but not, here's the thing though. What percentage of the NBA no, is black? We talked about 80%? this. Yeah, but we talked about this here though. We're in Florida. Yeah. And as Joe Biden me and Adam, me and Adam, but me and Adam talked about, me and Adam talked about this already. This conversation. Valuetainment has split, but you're talking about both that for the most part, California, Florida Democrats and Republican can coexist. Mm-hmm. In California, they can't. And neither can they in the NBA. Right. So what I'm getting at is that you, you have a split here, but everybody's like, yeah, yeah. we're cool. You're Democrat, and Republican, we're cool. You don't judge each other. In California, there's a lot of judging because yeah. I know I sure as hell do it, and I'm not even going to deny it, mm-hmm. and I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to own the fact that, yes, I, yes, a, a California, there, uh, there is no Californian like a Democrat, Republic, like a Democrat, Calif- Cal- Democrat Californians are a whole different breed of their own. They are not, they're like super mutants. They're not like a regular Democrat it's in Florida. It's very cultish, man. It's very cultish in California. So, yes, I do judge and, yes, I do tend to stay away because I just don't like their ideology. I, and I think what you're saying are. is depending on what state you're in, there's a, like, for instance, there's a difference between a, um, New York Democrat versus a Alabama Democrat. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a difference between a it's regional versus New Jersey sure, Republican yeah. versus a Mississippi Republican. Right. Like, oh, yeah. there's yes. difference. California. So I didn't California. understand all. Like in Florida, we coexist. Yes. Man. Not, a, not in California. My, my friends are Cuban. They're Republicans, but they're socially liberal. Or I went to school in Tallahassee, where it's Northern Panhandle, and there's a lot of more like yes. rural Americans. Not, but not in a, in South, in South Beach, like we kind of coexist. California, there's a lot of arguing, 
It's not as ugly in politics here as in no, Florida. No, I'll, I'll be for real with you. If you were up in Brooklyn, if you spent a lot of time in Brooklyn specifically, but New York and North Jersey in particular, they wouldn't let you claim that you're a Democrat. They would they would ostracize you. Either you would have to move further to the left or mm -hmm. your social circles would restrict access to you. I yeah. swear to God, because you're not far enough left. They'd consider you a closet Republican or, or Sure, and rich. I'm okay with that. I'm but not they, they would, a guy in Brooklyn. Oh, you're a closet yeah. Republican? No, no, I'm telling you right now. They, oh, would put, they would push you out of business opportunities. Mm -hmm. They would push you. You'd be pushed out. You'd either have well, to go this along explains or you'd be why out. you're so angry. So I, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am angry. I, 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 I know. Am. I get it. But, and, but I do, I've never had to deal I with that. I do want to be clear. I've never had a Republican clear. or a Democrat say I've you never, should do this or have I've to do this. I've never said it's not both sides, by the way. I just want to be clear with this. I've never said it's not both sides. I said look at the other side is the wrong argument for right now. Mm -hmm. In this moment right now, it's not both. Corporate America is not kowtowing to both sides. They're kowtowing to one side. The NBA isn't trying to win over the Republican vote. You're right. They're putting up all progressive messaging they're going as far to the left they, they china china yeah. china they they've chosen and it's not look us. at ben and jerry's ben and jerry's specific exactly so in this moment all i want from democrats all i want and then you know the, the, here comes hamburger 6969 in the comments going this is a right-wing podcast all i want all right hamburger 69. from democrats is to just admit it like i love 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 what Bill Maher is doing. Yeah, Bill Maher's I love, good, yeah. love, love what Russell Brand is doing. Mm -hmm. These guys are Democrats. I don't want everybody to think no. like me. No, I, I don't. just want you to live in the same reality that I live in. Yeah. I just don't gaslight yeah. me into saying what well, like I know Pat, to be true isn't. Like Pat says, the best ideas will rise to the top. The best ideas will win. And if you're too far left and uh, the rest of America is like, dude, what are you doing here, bro? I don't, I don't want everyone going into the same bathroom. I don't want a male competing in the softball women's softball or mm -hmm. powerlifting this is a little too extreme like we all like something that we all are guilty of is saying that the other side are idiots the easiest way to convince somebody is let's say i'm a democrat and i talk to my democrat friends i'm like guys you gotta understand you i mean you've got kids here you want you got you're actually good with you know the trans stuff going on in the bathroom like i'm, I'm not trying to pick on a specific issue and me talking like that's going to go a lot further than you're a fucking idiot and you don't understand, blah, 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 blah. But understand, like, if you're on the right side and you're like, look, dude, you got to understand, like, man, like, maybe we shouldn't attack the Capitol. Maybe we shouldn't follow Donald I'll Trump. I'll be very hey, specific. Hey, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Let me be very specific. Megan uh, Rap Rapino, Rapino, however you say, and the rest of the women's national team. Representing soccer us. Team, soccer, soccer team. team yeah. Representing us taking a knee still during the, during the national anthem. Now, she had explained this four years ago that Trump was a fascist. So she's standing up against, she's kneeling against fascism. She's mm -hmm. kneeling against something that, okay, fine. Now, Trump isn't the guy going door to door trying to jab people with mm -hmm. foreign substances. Isn't the guy who censors people's thoughts on big with big tech? She's not the person like Jen Psaki saying we're working closely with private sectors to to eliminate misinformation, which just happens to be information that goes against their narrative. These are all very clearly pseudo fascist ideas. She's still taking the knee. What, Trump's not in office. What's the deal? At some point here. You have to be held account. If you're going to make these public declarations, you have to be held account for them. All right? And I'll be frank, man. If I see the American soccer team, national, the national team kneeling during our national anthem, I don't want them there, man. Get out. Yep. Give it to somebody else.
You shouldn't be representing. They us. lost three zero, by the way. So you don't have to worry too the, much about the it. U.S. women. Nah, they're they're not they're not uh, they're not there. They're not there. They're not doing they their lost thing. Lost three zero to they who? A, and she said we Sweden. didn't play good game because you know, of climate we change. Yeah, you we, can't trust these Scandinavian the countries, yeah, Kai. That's a CNN story. Right we don't there. know what's going on over there. All right, let Norway. me change it up. Let me change it up. I want I want to do a little bit of a light uh, uh, conversation here with you guys. I want to see what you're going to say about this. Okay, so question for you, Mr. Adam, mm-hmm. Ricky, Gerard. Everybody here is participating. PBD. Okay, David, you're also participating. Kai, you are too. Does money buy happiness? <laughs> I'm serious. Does money buy happiness? Pat, you seem like a pretty uh, jolly guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, it's, you know. I'm a, this is a conversation we're actually just having with Erica. Let me a couple of days ago, Evan, and. Um, it, make, it makes things a lot easier, but no, there's you can't you can't buy genuine happiness. There's no such thing about it as as buying happiness. Uh, people make you happy. Relationships make you happy. Uh, good health makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know that's what makes you happy. You can be a millionaire, billionaire, and you can you ten could, grand you know, would make me really happy. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a study out a couple years. You're gonna ago. make the ask. You should have made the ask for twenty five. <laughs> yeah, thirty. Bro, was, there was a study no, out a couple years you. ago that um, they said that the number where happiness sort of levels off yeah. is $70,000. $75,000. Okay. Yeah. Or is it 75? Yeah. So we're level level Can we're, you pull up the article? Kai? Okay, so look, let's just let you know. Don't uh, pull it up yet. $75,000 goes no a lot money, further no in Alabama yeah. versus in New yeah. York City. Yeah. yeah. But I think like we talked about money just exposes who you really are, right? So I don't think. But doesn't it, listen. You you were yeah. broke in Denver. You're sleeping on friends' yeah. couch versus yeah. you having a million dollars in a bank and you yeah. don't really care much about money. You're not really stressing out about money. No. When were you happier? Look, I, again, I, I think I'm just as happy as when I was broke. I think I just have more options now. Okay. Okay. So can money? Does money buy happiness? No. Does it put a little smile on your face? Yes. If you so go, if you go have you're gonna have yeah. problems regardless. Yeah. No matter yeah. money money doesn't eliminate exactly. problems. You're gonna have Money's problems. Money's a tool and it gives you more options. If you're gonna have problems anyway, you might as well be rich. While I, you agree. Have problems. I agree. I <laughs> agree. Yes. So I asked this question on Twitter yeah. and I got so many different responses. One of the guys said it best. He says, "Money doesn't buy happiness, but I've never seen an unhappy person on a jet ski." <laughs> that's, that's Daniel that's Tosh. It. Daniel okay. Tosh, excellent. And then and then another guy put up and he says, uh, "Money uh, the." The money doesn't buy happiness, but the happiest place on earth will not let you in without money. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you have an honest answer? Because you've been broke. Now you're worth millions. Why don't you ask somebody who's got some money around here? Kai, does money uh, buy happiness? Kai probably has more savings here than most people. Now, I can't say most people. But Kai's actually got uh, uh, more savings at 22 than almost all of us had I, I'm in over, the entire office. I'm over leveraged in, in crypto, and I can tell you I was much happier six months ago. Yeah. Okay, much, there you go. This guy's happy. all in on Dogecoin. Kai, does money buy happiness? What do you think, Kai? I mean, you know what? Don't go based on the research. Well, I, I can't really ask you because we've talked about this. Yeah. We spent a couple hours on this topic. David, money buys happiness, yes or no? Had, uh, my aunt won five hundred dollars in the lottery yesterday, yeah. and she was the happiest woman in the house. <laughs> she showed me the video; she was crying. That, I'm gonna go with five hundred dollars. You're gonna go home, and she's gonna be like, "Yo, why you narc, bro? IRS didn't even know about that." So, so pull up the article by uh, uh, is it Visual Capitalist or Virtual Capitalist? Visual Capitalist, Visual Capitalist. great Capitalist. place, great place, great. These guys get six million visitors a month. They do a great job. Just go to Visual Capitalist. And they have the numbers uh, right there. Click on that. Watch this here. 
Click on the article, Kai. Go up. Okay, so watch this. It's right there, yeah. So if you're making $15,000 a year, you are 34% less happier than yeah. a person that's so look at the number at about $80,000. It used to be 75, now it's 80, right? At 85, 3% happier. You see how the number goes. And if you go to 625 income, 38% happier. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> happy as shit. <laughs> these, I would agree with that. <laughs> these sons of bitches, they, they can't stop smiling. So, I agree. So I agree. There, there is a part of it. Yeah. And, and by the way, they, the way these guys did it, it's, it's well-being. Uh, yeah. Evaluating on well-being, right? Mm-hmm. A person's mood, how they feel throughout the day. Because <laughs> if you go back in, go, go back to the person that's in Colorado. If I go back to the person that just got out of the Army, I'm in debt $49,000. I'm on my way back from Vegas after maxing out my credit card and playing uh, blackjack, and not I'm in debt 49000 uh, That drive back was a miserable <laughs> drive back from Vegas. I'm not sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, yeah. what a great weekend, yeah. guys. We crushed it. Nah, yeah. nah. It's not on my mind. So there is an element to it. But I will tell you another guy from Harvard. They did this study. Kai, can you pull up the other su- uh, study? Do you, do you think poor people sit there and they're like, am I happy? I think that's a very rich thing to be there, like just sitting on a pile of money, like Scrooge McDuck, and be like, "But I just, am I really happy?" Am but I, but I, do you do you know why this is such an important topic? The reason why this is such an important topic: who tells you those who have money isn't happy, and why do they tell you that? Because they don't want to share it. No, so think <laughs> think about the statement. The statement about you know honesty. I'm a billionaire, but yeah. when you are, it's really not that good, bro. Like, don't even sweat it. Like, stay at the $42,000 all your income. So yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. to your point, all right, my, my father wanted me to be a lawyer more than anything in the world. And so you would have made a decent, you made a annoying good lawyer. lawyer. Oh, my no, God. I, nobody would want to go against you. <laughs> oh, I so give up. What I did was I, 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 like, I went and I talked with 10 lawyers, They're my, my, my buddy's fathers and stuff like that, and I was like, hey, look, you know, do you like your job? What's going on? And every one of them, all 10 of them said, don't be a lawyer. This is the yeah. worst job ever. You're going to hate it. And I went back and I told my dad, I was like, you know, because the plan was for me to go to law school in the offseason for baseball, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he goes back and he looks at me and he was like, yeah, did you look around the parking lot? Did you see a lot of Mercedes? See a lot of BMWs? Yeah, they might not like their job, but the job freaking works. Nobody likes their job. If you're going to have to have a job that you don't like, you might as well make a lot of money. Nobody likes their Your job. Your dad said this. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you a, a tip here. People like hobbies. If you make your hobby into your job, you're not going to like your job. Nobody likes responsibility. They don't like waking up early. They don't like doing what somebody else tells them to do. It doesn't matter what it is. There's a porn star out That's there. That's a freaking stud. Dude, he's just saying. Oh, he's like, porn star there's a porn star right? out there. Yeah. There's a porn star out there that has to show up on set and then, you know, have sex with beautiful women. And he's like, another Thursday, God. And he hates his job. You know what I'm saying? Once it's a job, you're going to hate it. So make as much freaking money as possible so you don't have to was do it that a, Were you like saying like your aspirations in life? Is that kind of what you were? No, nah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, but here's the thing, Pat. I was going into major leagues. I don't need a job. I was going to no. be a millionaire, bro. See, I don't like, think yeah. that everyone hates their job. I think there's levels of, I enjoy my job, but yeah, I'd rather be on a freaking jet ski, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or like, yo, I really yeah. but the way hate his dad my put job. It, his dad yeah. said responsibility. Nothing about the word responsibility is sexy. Correct. You know, the, the idea of last night, okay, mm-hmm. three times. Wah, 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 three times last night. Listen, let's like, dude. Let somebody like, tell that damn I'd baby like to shut his mouth. Okay? But, but, so, but at the same time, yeah. yesterday, we're out there looking at a project that we're working on right now. And I got this kid in my arm. She's crying. The moment I pick it up, she falls asleep. And this morning, I go by her, and I'm looking at her, and I'm talking to her. 
I'm, I'm, you know, just having a, you know, just doing my thing with the baby, and I'm kissing her on her stomach. She's asleep, and she goes like this. Oh, body, dude, just melted you. My knees buckled. I'm like, I almost fell on the floor. Responsibility comes mm-hmm. with a lot of like yeah. pressure and 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 you know things that you but have. But it to drives do. you though. But what an incredible yeah, but it feeling drives with you. what it comes with it. Your dad, yeah. honestly. I, I want to have your dad on the podcast. That's it. It's game over. We want the real <laughs> Gerard on the oh, podcast man. here. It would be real. Mr. Michaels, what are we calling so, Oh, so, you think he's so, throwing my government so, out there. So let me give you the other side. Let me give you the other side. So Harvard does a study. It's a 75-year study. I don't know if you guys have heard about the study or I not. I told you this about yesterday. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about last night. So Harvard does a study, and they followed a group. Of, it's like 100 people they followed for 75 years. Yeah. So the people that started the study and died, Don't end it. they had certain protocols that next generation continues it that works for Harvard. Wow. And every year they check with these people that they're talking to and ask them questions. So listen, you're 45 now. What, what, what do you value the most right now versus what it was at 44? Hey, you're 46 now. Hey, you're 55 now. Hey, you're 65 now. And they're following this, right? And Kai, if you can pull up this article, I know there's a TED for it, but see if you can pull up the article. Do you know what they said at the end of the day? What made them... The most happiest in life has to be family. Has to be. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't family. Really? No, no, it wasn't family. It was all relationships. relationships. Yep. One hundred percent. It was relationships. Meaning, meaning relationships. Friends, friends yeah. family. Yeah. Who you work no, no, with no. But because let's face it, some yeah. people have family you're okay being away from. You know, yeah. some yeah. people don't oh, have yeah. the family you want to be around all the time because they're miserable. Like, no. and and one of the things he said, these people that they research and ask the questions of. Yeah, it's an 80-year-old study. It's a fascinating study. One of the things they talked about is the fact that it's also important to be with people that are growing. Yep. So yep. if you stay with relationships that are no longer growing, that doesn't serve bring yep. you happiness. So if you're friends with the friend that you were in high school and the guy has no aspirations, you're trying to go teed up in life, this, this guy's not going to bring you happiness because yeah. it's going to make, make you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine call me one time. One of the most annoying phone calls of my life. So this guy sends me a tape. Kai, you remember this when I showed you the videos? He showed me the video with soccer, all this stuff, with this kid is killing this guy. I love this guy. He's like a brother. Tilted, I love this guy. Sends me this video, and he's trying to get some money for this uh, uh, equipment for his kid, right? And he's going to show me this stuff. This is a guy I knew from 16 years old. We go back when I was 16, 15 years old. And he says, uh, hey, I got this. Can we get on the call? I get on the call. I'm like, listen, man, the video was the sickest video. I freaking love it. And I love the fact that you spend the time with your kid. And how can I help? He says, I want you to buy this machine. I said, are you doing a GoFundMe? He said, I want you to buy it. It's $2,000. I said, why are you? Why don't you? I'll contribute, but why do you want me to buy it for $2,000? Where do you have the money? Well, why don't you guys go to public and do GoFundMe? I'll be the biggest contributor. No, we don't want to do that with our friends and family, but we just wanted to come to you because we think you would help us out with this. I said, first of all, I help you out, but... What? Why the pressure on me having to pay 100% of it? Because you have the money. You can afford it. I'm like, I know I can afford it, but that does, mean, does that mean I have to go do this for everybody? Mm-hmm. No, I said, why don't you do go for me? I'm telling you, I'll support it. Well, no. I says, and here's the other thing. I think you, the reason why you want to do this. I said, what's that? And this was it. I was like this. I'm like, I'm going to do it and surprise the kid. And I'm not even going to tell him about it. I'm going to send this machine to his house, and I'm going to surprise him, right? Until he made his last comment. You know what the last comment was? Here's the last comment. He says, I was at Rafi's place the other day. And I ran into a couple of the old friends that we had from 20 years ago. And they weren't saying good things about you. I said, really, what were they saying? He said, they were saying that ever since Patrick became successful in all this stuff, he doesn't come to L.A. anymore. And all he cares about is success and money. I said, Entry, he says, if you get this for me, I'm going to help 
recreate and improve your relationship. Oh, and oh hell no. Do you realize what oh. that did to me? Well, I'll write the check no, right now. Oh, my God. I said, God. I'm, I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> what did you just say? And he says, yeah, this will. I said, did you really just say that to me? I said, if you know me for 26 years mm. and I've always been the only guy that's had your back, Why don't you, defend you me need anyway? this yeah. and you allow people like that to talk to me, to you privately, and now you want to tell mm. me you're going to help with my reputation? He says, look, sometimes I say stuff I shouldn't say. I said, I said I'm sorry, man. That was probably the worst thing you can say to somebody. Not only that. You there mean, is no friendship. Why here. did they feel comfortable enough around you to talk about That's me? That's exactly what Jay Z says. Don't tell me what people say behind my back. Tell me why they're so comfortable to say mm. it to you, right? What's the point? Here's the idea that energy, that energy of a comment like that pulls you down. Oh Oof. my God. Happiness is that to get can't... away with those relationships because you have no idea the control a comment like that has on a human being. Oh, yeah. How it can retract you from your dreams and I would, goals. I would think about that nonstop all day long. It would just ruin my, oh. like my whole dad. I, Pat, I, Pat's friend, if you're listening to this, you're a freaking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know You know. I came back. and I, Come see me, bro. Come see me. <laughs> I'm in Cali, my boy. I'll see you. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. This guy here, when we were coming up, and I'm thinking about, like, even when we were doing other things in life, no matter what he ever did, I had his back. Comments like this, unbelievable. So, but but think about it for your own self. Like it's not even. This is not even with this friend. I'm not even gonna. If you're listening, friend, comment. But pay twenty dollars so we read it on air. Yeah. <laughs> but by the way, but here's the point though. For some of you guys that are listening, this has nothing to do with my friend. Go to that one friend or yep. family member that every time you're around them, they say yeah, but. Okay, so you're around this person and you're like, hey, let me tell you what just happened, dad. Hey, let me tell you what just happened here, bro. Hey, let me tell you, cuz, here's what we yeah. just did. Yeah, but does it really even matter? I bet the guy that you're even working with, he's the guy that probably doesn't even care about you. Mm. Uh, yeah, but does it really, yeah, but this, yeah, yeah but Adam, yeah, but yeah. constantly, yeah. they will drag you down. So eventually, you know, you're, you're making money, you're yeah. succeeding. Mm -hmm. Mario and I are at the house, we're having this conversation together. When we were moving to Florida, I had a very simple statement one night to Mario. I announced the announcement that we're moving to Florida. And I said, we're going. He says, Pat, how can we do this, man? What if people don't come? I said, Mario, I'm 41 years old, 42 years old right now. Here's the conclusion I have with my life. The only people I want to be around when I'm running and I want to make sure all their dreams become a reality is true believers. Yeah, people that want to You're run a run. true believers? Let's mm -hmm. go. You're not, I don't care. I said, Mario, if it's just me and you moving to Florida, this is still going to be one of the biggest media companies in the world because we're going to fight till the very end. We have a message. We have an audience. People resonate with us. We're going to do our part. Let's go. Hey, here's what we're doing. You and your audience, cool. But this is what we're doing. This is our move. So, you know, relationships, the value of yeah. good relationships. If you value good relationships, long term. Last night I'm having a conversation with. Uh, I'm so disappointed just hearing that story, Pat. I'm with sorry. what? With. Uh, I just. I just but you mean to tell me no one said things like that to you before? And no I, one's put that yeah, kind of deal on you? Extra tissue. Yeah. And, and I just. All right. I, I'd like to. Here's legit crying over here. I'd right. like I said to that remind people. I, thought, I, I was crying. I, you know, I'm just saying. You, you, know, has, you get emotional about this. Adam, I'm with no, you. No, I'm just upset. Do you not follow his Instagram? The man has so many guns. I know. He let me borrow a gold one. I know, bro. You, Listen, you may you may need one by the way. <laughs> I know, but you know, um, Ew, I know how, you know how bad I wanted to stay in Addison, Texas. You know that. 
I, I wanted the nightlife for you. But when you said, "Look, Adam, I've got some. This is gonna make some tough decisions." You were the one I was worried about. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move back to I Florida. I know you've been in Miami your whole life, but you've kind of found this little home in in Dallas, and yeah. you know, your four, cats are all here. Four bars in yeah. Deep Ellum, yeah, exactly. But we're gonna go back to South Florida. Are you in or are you in? I go, Pat. I need to sleep on this. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that weekend? Yeah, you took was, like a. Yeah. You need the whole I weekend. Said, I said, Pat, I'm in because I'm a true believer. But I was really finding my niche here in Addison, Texas. But it's good to be home in, in Miami. It feels good. What did you like most about Addison, Texas? Be honest. Was it the quality of life? Was I, it the beach life? One was of the best it, comedy clubs it? in America, by the way. Yeah, yeah seriously, the improv. Comedy yeah, yeah, the, the comedy club. This yeah. is actually yeah. going to be ironic. I liked walking into PHP every day. And I liked that vibe. We had a good vibe there. It was fun. I know it's all in Seriously, the now. energy was everybody. It was a good there. vibe. It was a good vibe. Yes. We were like the, like the noisy, crazy people in the corner. Yeah. Ping and Pong, Ren, all yeah, those exactly. guys. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like underwriter row over there. You know, the whole value, Timmy's side, is just destroyed. I, hear. Rest right? in I don't know if you heard or not. I heard. The office doesn't even look the same. The whole structure, what we're doing over there. Morale's leading the whole thing. But night and day, what it looks I think, like. I think what it, this goes back to your initial point yeah. here. What I enjoyed about it, like you said, is relationships. Yeah. Like people. Think about it. In 2020, what's the one thing we all lost was relationships. Yep. Like you would see like the drive-by birthdays, and you couldn't go hug grandma because you thought you were going to kill grandma by giving her a hug, and you lost those relationships. And people just, like you always talk about, what did they keep open? The goddamn liquor stores and the gun stores. And Didn't keep open the gun stores. Okay, yeah. well, they definitely closed those. Okay. I think but like you, you're, a lot of relationships were missing. You're, you're teeing this up for David. David, yes. please grab your guitar. Hey! Speaking of relationships, got last there it is. you got one minute. Let's see what he's going to do. Adam, I like how you're talking about it in past tense. Like they're Come not trying on, to put David. a mask back on. With the new haircut, right he's ready for the camera. Come around. There I want you to go. be right between Gerard there and I. Right Let's between Gerard it. and I. Right here. Come right here so the camera's right on you. If you're ready, Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa. This would have been a good spot for Mrs. Yeah. Aguilar the whole time, by the way. It would have been a would have been good for ratings. Here we go. Come on. You need a mic. You need to sit here. Grab David's about to rock out. David, here, do me a favor. Sit over here, Gerard. It's just either get up or he's going to sit in my seat. Okay, go ahead. Sit right there. Gerard, get out of that seat. Let's see what we're going to do. Okay, the littlest guy got the biggest guy off his seat. All right, you ready? I got to plug it in. Let's see what you're going to do. All right, David played the song a couple nights ago. I liked it so much. You got a different one? Yeah, I can do it. You do whatever you want to do. Do your favorite one. I'll write a newer one. Do it. We've had a tense podcast today, a lot of politics. Yeah, seriously, it's enough. All these Colombians, you know. All these Colombians, man. Let's see what you got. I tell you, I'm not a communist. David, what's your Instagram? Detective Dolite. Put the mic a little closer to you. See if it's good. Is it good? Okay, let's hear. How are we doing, everyone? Okay. He's actually doing this. You hear the guitar? Yes. The audience, we're about to fall in love. By Go the for way. it. <laughs> corner of my eye painted by Lynn Gold I notice every sigh 
chocolate in your palm you're a cherry flavored bomb like the ice within your drink we're perfectly in sync a subtle look towards me there's a sweet scent in the air a flirting, jabbing jest. In my wave, you are the crest. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of David, man. He did this the other night. Uh, uh, we were here till like 10:30 at night. He just comes and he starts playing the guitar, and I said, "We got to get this guy on here That's, to play songs." Great. You got a Spotify, by the way, right? Yeah. It, yeah. So can you put the link oh, below if anybody Spotify. wants to buy more of his uh, any of his song and also sure. put his Instagram account. Go follow him. Give him some love. David, do you have anything to tell the audience? Uh, no, um, I'm not a I'm not a communist. This, this, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Uh, Out of everything, he had to say that. I just have to clear that up. Uh, right. It's a pleasure to be here, and yeah, thanks. You're the man, baby. We like David a lot. Okay, appreciate you, David. Gang, if you're watching this, if you enjoyed it, smash that nice subscribe button. Haircut, Today David. is Thursday. Nice is today yeah. Thursday? Yeah. Are we doing it again next Tuesday? Do we have it in the calendar next Tuesday? I don't know calendar-wise. Are we in next Tuesday? We are next yes, Tuesday, same yeah. time. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.